We're live, baby. We're live. We're back. Back on. We missed a week too, man. We, Did I, we? Yeah, we missed last week. We had a lot going on. You've been very busy. Yeah, it was pretty slammed. Uh, you were slammed a little you were, tight, airtight. You were you were a little sick last week, which 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 sucked. I was a little sick this week, but none of that compares to the fact that you just had a near death experience. I almost died like a couple hours ago. Seriously, almost died though. Uh, I, me, Aaron, and Chris, the camera guys. I said, hey, come on, boys. Let's get out of this office, boys. Let's go get some fresh air, boy. I'm right around some four-wheelers. All right. And then Rowdy Rob got all jealous because he wasn't with us. He's like a jealous girlfriend that didn't get invited. I was like, all right, bro, go ahead and go jack your dick off in Claremont again. Go ahead. Me and the boys are going to go riding around. So we went out in the woods, rode around. Now, this so- is something we've been doing for a while, but, but Aaron and Chris uh, haven't been able to come along with us. Chris has never been with us before so uh we got 80 acres here and i would say 40 percent of the property is a giant ass fucking forest now one of the reasons why we're riding around our property is because we used to ride around a wildlife preserve i allegedly was Um, allegedly uh riding motorized vehicles allegedly snapping it and allegedly putting it up on your instagram then having us upload it to the site so it'll remain there forever (laughs) maybe allegedly your honor and uh you know so this this like we said before this this wildlife preserve which how many acres do you think the wildlife preserve is does endless endless thousands of acres and uh, some people who matched our description had been seen uploading videos to our Snapchat account. Uh, riding, hey, riding. These Russian hackers are <laughs> yeah. getting. We must stop Russia immediately. Yeah, this deep fake was too much. So I ha- stand with Ukraine. <laughs> so what happened was this morning, uh, some federal wildlife people and some cool ass cops, allegedly, allegedly. So yeah, when I got up, Roddy Rob was like, "Uh, yeah," and I had just woke up. I was like, "Was it?" And you went to bed pretty late last night because I like. Yeah. Seven o'clock in the morning. Cause I remember texting you, and you were up. Yeah. When Mike, when I text Mike at seven a.m. and he's up, uh, that means he's not just woke up; yeah. he's still up. Exactly. So uh, he, Roddy Rob, tells me that the cops and the the fish and wild game fed. Which the fish and wildlife guys? They're feds. So they have way more power than, like, it's funny to think that, like, a sheriff's office has got a lot of power, but you don't fuck with the game warden, you know? Yeah, so he woke me up erratically, like, hey, 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 no more riding on on our fucking fucking preserve right on North Lake Apaka Shore. I was like, what? It's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, the fucking cops were here today, this morning at the gate. I was like, no, they weren't. I I went and looked at the fucking gate gate camera. I was like, oh, my God, they were here. Did he open the gate and talk to them through yeah, the gate? Yeah, he went under and talked to them. They, they were cool as fuck, too. I heard apparently they were like, listen, um, whoever we might think that those people, we think you might know who they are. However, we're not mad. Just, you know, guys, you're not really supposed to ride motorized vehicles. You can go out there. You can ride a bicycle. You can walk, which we've done before. Yeah, when we got off our motorized vehicles. Yeah. Um However, apparently, um, the days of me uh, going to 4 or 5 in the morning riding around this preserve. Here's the best part, guys. Which I just want everyone to know. I've been preserving the shit out of that place. Here's the best part. 
Rowdy calls me to tell me, he's like, yeah, man, the, the cops and the federal wildlife guys came by. And my first thought, when he said the cops and the federal wildlife guy came by, I'm like, because I didn't work yesterday. I took the day off. I was sick. I'm like, what the fuck did Mike buy? Do we got like a baboon or some shit? And when he like, said, I was like, goddamn, James O'Keefe just came here. Are they already kicking our door in? Well, That's what I was thinking. He told me they came, and I'm like, what's the problem? And he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, you know, they, 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 they say we can't ride in that, uh, that preserve anymore. And I was like. How do you think they got us? And he's like, oh, we went last night. Mike was snapping it and everything. And I'm I, like, I said, Rob, do you tell them that you're goddamn 22% fucking Seminole Indian? I mean, look at that goddamn skin, that bubble ass. Come on, that's a fucking Indian. I ain't even seen it. Well, the best part is Rob told me. Where's, said, a, where's goddamn Roddy Rob's casino at? What Rob said you said was my favorite part. Rob said, I told Mike what happened. And Mike, he goes, Mike's face dropped. And he goes, my heart sunk. He's like, this is the worst news I've heard all year. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible because like, I'm in love with just getting on the four-wheeler, riding off into, into just the fucking the nature of, of Florida, that swamp shit, the fucking Everglades, the fucking the birds, the fucking alligator gar, fucking all that fun mud shit. I'm all, in, I'm all about it. I want 24 with theirs. Well, today, because of that, because we couldn't ride in the reserve, you took uh, you took Chris and Aaron on the property. I was like, come on, see- boys. You took we're sh- we're going to show them, but we're going to show them feds that we- they ain't stopping these four wheelers. And then Roddy Rob got all like, excited. He's like, don't you go over there. Don't go over there again. I was like, Roddy Rob, don't you tell, him, tell, tell me where to go. I was born free. And he got all worked up and shit, but we stayed on the property. Um, and we'll. Always stay on the property forever and ever. And I do want to say thank you very much to the, the Lake County Sheriff's and the Florida Fish and Game Wildlife Officer that showed up. They were very nice and very respectable. And um, I uh, just want to say that I, I have been preserving this shit out of that place. We had never left any tracks or rutted up anything. We didn't rip anything. We didn't leave no litter. One time, Roddy Rob dropped a... A uh, Miller Light can behind his four-wheel. He didn't know, and I and he don't even know I did this. But I stopped and I picked it up. So pretty much, I just saved uh, that. I just saved that preserve. I'm pretty sure the alligators um, bred healthier and happier, and the sandhill cranes and and the fish. One little Seminole Indian tear came rolling out of a fucking bass's fucking eyeball. That's how happy they were when every time we came. Because I love it. It's beautiful out there. And it's a really far walk. So, yeah, I we have motorized vehicles, and we may or may not have been over there. And, and I want to say thank you guys for being so cool. So tonight, right before we did this, a couple hours before we did this, me, Chris, and Aaron, I was like, all right, boys, come on. Because Roddy Rob is uh, diligently, him and his uh, buddy Mike have been making all these crazy little zigzagging, turning snake fucking trails. And I'm talking like it's as wide as the four-wheeler. It's in the thick of shit. And um, I hadn't been out there until last night, and I was impressed. I was like, "Damn, okay, this is this is fun." And there's one part where it's like, "Yo, this is like the big, this is like the intermediate four-wheeling adventure trail." Then this is like the further advanced one, and then then there's like expert. Then there's like, "Yo, you're getting stuck no matter what you think." We've experienced all those, and there's this one tree that I that I didn't like because I had I got stuck in it last night. So tonight. When we went down this little, it's like a little four foot hill. You go, wee, go flying, wee. And I was like, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking tear that tree down. I heard it's, I heard it's trying to invade Ukraine. I need to get rid of it. So uh, I fucking drove 
my fucking big ass four wheeler, which is it's a I don't know what what's the CCs on the shit. It's huge. It's a big motherfucker. It's got big racks in the front and the back, like whole sound system and shit. And I'm I'm not a fucking tiny guy, so I fucking drive. I was like, fuck this tree, and it, the tree's only like. When I say tree, I'm not talking like it's like four four inches around the circumference. How many it. WalMarts wide is it? It's 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 a it's a it's a 14 year old boy's fucking the 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 length of the the, the width of his fist or his <laughs> the arm. width it's, of his fist. It's, it's, it's one it's one strong arm fucking 14 year old boy wide. All right, never, it's not all right. A baseball use, bat. Yeah, never use a 14 year old boy as a measurement again. <laughs> it's all, if we just had family, there's all these goddamn kids around me over here. I had to like I didn't cuss all day. I had to tell everyone. How Stop wide cussing. is it? It's as wide as a nimble, young, spry, 14-year-old boy All right. scout. It was the width of a Louisville slugger. That's that's a width I can understand. I just, I, there's a, like 90% of the people listening to our podcast are like, what? 10% are like, oh, I know that width. <laughs> oh, he four, said four 7-Elevens, two Walmarts. That's a big one. That's a big one right there. He can't run away, can he, little piggy? <laughs> Get in the van. So here I go. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take this tree out so I can make the trail safer is the for tree- Everyone. So is the tree standing straight up, or is it laying? The, or what's the, it doing? the tree is size of a the, the, the width of <laughs> it's a Louisville. Six Loraxes long. <laughs> size of a Louisville slugger, and it's right there on the edge of this uh, drop down little cliff. It's like it's only four foot high. So um, the, the little hill you yeah. go down, wee, but you yeah. got a twist. You got a it's got a little little it's like roll a switchback. So you got to turn a little as you barrel go down. roll. Yeah. You know, you got a fucking twist in it and. So you got I, so much twang in your voice now that you went four really. <laughs> hey, bro, listen. it's like a barrel roll. You take a lift with it. It just feels it's liberating. Get on that thing and just ride and shit. Because you know, at any given time, you could probably fucking seriously injure or yeah. kill yourself. And that's exactly what the fuck happened tonight. Is as I ran up this fucking this little four foot hill, which seemed like at least 10, 20 feet high. Yeah. Uh, I was immediately stopped by this Louisville slugger thick <laughs> tree. That not only did not move, but it the entire four wheeler went like wait, like what wait wait like headlights like headlights ninety degrees to the sky straight up and down. Are you still sitting on the four wheeler? No, I'm falling backwards. I f- go all the way up this rain and try to take this tree out. Yeah, and it's it's already dark by the way, so this just makes it a little more sketchier. Yeah. Chris and Aaron are right behind me in Northwood where I was getting ready to follow up behind me. And I wish Chris would have filmed this because he was right behind me and he is a camera guy. Um, I fucking uh, almost died. So what happened? Come on, what happened? The so, whole fucking four-wheeler. So it goes 90 went, degrees. Like a rocket, like a Tesla rocket, straight up into the air. And I'm like, no. And now you're falling back? I'm falling back like the fucking. Are you off of it? This Did you fall Spartan off of it? This is got kicked into a fucking pit. So you're no longer on the four-wheeler. I'm no longer on it. I fall back, back onto my back of my big-ass head, onto the ground. And thank God I'm from these motherfucking streets. Because I was like, oh. Shit. And in that moment, my life flashed in front of my fucking eyes. Oh, God. You probably sat back watching the whole thing, too. You're like, this is the best moment of my life. Oh, no. Just re watching my life again. All I could think was, is quickly roll out of this one, Michael. I fucking went into a little gator roll. I rolled a good, I don't know, three, four feet out of the way. And down came the fucking four-wheeler right where I was. And I'm here, thank God, to tell you the story. I'm alive.
What are we supposed to do the minute you die if we're all still working? Oh, here? what are y'all not going to do? But what are we supposed to do? Like Immediately, you- everyone's going to show up and argue. Hopefully, you politely delegate things and then... I'm going to be putting all of your guns in a bag and getting the keys to the vehicles. I'm like, listen, guys, everybody show up tomorrow. We're going to figure out who's getting everything, <laughs> emptying be, the safe. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. So, I, 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 Who do you think... Well, I've, been, you, I've been talking about this. I am obsessed with my own... Uh, oh, yeah, your whole life, you're obsessed life, with all of it. Legacy, but let mor- me ask you, mortality. Who's going to show up pretending they were your best friend? Oh, my God. There's going to be homeless people showing up. Yeah, man, Mike picked me up on Christmas in a limo. I got my dick sucked and gave me some cheeseburgers and got me a haircut, man. He told me he always wanted me to be blessed, and I, that's why I'm taking all this shit right here. You're I getting, can already feel it. You're I getting know there. it's if, it, if it's open casket, I'm putting corn man on you. Oh. <laughs> it's funny you said that. I literally saw a casket today on Facebook Marketplace, and it was black and chrome. I was like, damn, that bitch would look hard if I painted it gold. <laughs> And I would probably say, I y'all are gonna fucking fuck it up no matter what. So I'm gonna have to have to play my own fucking wedding, or Your own funeral, funeral, my own funeral because I I I know that y'all are not gonna have the fog machine. Stevens be like, well, I thought there was fog. Let me explain this. It. Just like any other it's not event, ready. just like any other event, you're not gonna be awake during the first during it. <laughs> Actually, I'll be awake for three days, motherfucker, before it and after it. And I'm I'm gonna fucking haunt every one of you. You're gonna have a whole itinerary for your funeral, and your body's not gonna show up in time. I'm and- not gonna come out. I'm like, the fog machine's not ready. Where's the pyro? You're gonna be freaking out, vacuuming because you're nervous before they do yeah. the eulogy. Yep. I'm like, oh man, and and I hope you speak because. Uh, I know you'll give me proper justice. That's if I fucking outlive you, or let's just—I don't know who yeah. who, do you, who thinks have a better chance on living this game of life longer, me or you? Me, because you stress out a lot about a lot more stuff. I think the stress will get you. Um, see, you know, like hey, you see this guy—he's already plotting. Yeah, yeah, he's been plotting. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I don't think when it comes to like stupid ways to die, we're both up there on, on just because. It's, it's going to be something like slipping out of a hot tub. You know, like, we're not, it's not going to be epic between me, me or you. I have a corner. What's the in, best way for you to die? How, how do you want to die? How would I want to die? Um, like, like old man getting an orgasm, like from getting a blowjob, and it's just too much for your heart. Because then the worst part about it is it, it ruins her forever. Because, you know, it's obviously a prostitute if you're an old man, you know? <laughs> so she's like, but maybe it changes her life. She's like, I got to get out of this business. This is the third old dude who had a heart attack while I was sucking him. And then, you know, I come back and visit her as a ghost, and she's a nurse doing well with kids. <sighs> maybe. Doubtful. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a McRib. That's what it's really going to be. In a drive-thru. I love being McGribs. <laughs> I wish McGribs would stop bullshit and stay here all the time. Maddie taught me, uh, Matt, uh, Hornblaster Matt taught me the secret. McDonald's only does the McRib when it predicts pork futures drop low. So when pork prices drop low, that's when they buy up the pork and do the McRib. So it's not like an annual, like Mm-mm. every November or Mm-mm. every January it's, or some it's, shit? It seems within seasons because that's when pork prices drop low, but it's not set. So, yeah. So, if you want to fucking short the market or something, I don't know, some fucking big pork scam going on. You're like, you're, you're, you're sitting like the big short. How did you make your billions? I bet on the pork. I wonder if there's like a Vegas uh, line to bet on when's the McRib coming I back. I bet there is, man. When the McRib comes back, you got to probably bet a year ahead. 
and you got to have like the date. You so know, why don't they keep that shit around all the time? What if the pork stays low for a while? And and is this actual facts? You yeah, know this? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Matt sent me like articles on how it all, all worked. Right. Yeah, it all was right. pretty nuts. Well, I don't know because I, I feel like it comes just every year, or doesn't come enough, or comes twice a year. I don't know what it does, but. McRib for a big guy, that's that's exciting ass shit. There's something magical about the fucking I think onions now, man, and pickles. The McRib's gross tasting now to me. When I was a kid, it was fire. But now the McRib, I'm just kind of like, man, fuck. It never seems to be a temperature above room temperature. Like, you, always, you bite into the McRib, you're like, it's the same fucking temperature as the pickle. Like, how is this possible? I We we had some uh, fucking Chick-fil-A, like uh, Costco, or not Costco, but Sam's. Like uh, bootleg fucking chicken. Yeah, those were pretty on it, though. And they were fucking fire. Yeah, they used to be in our machine. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that they were in- injecting pick- the pickle juice like, into the fucking actual chicken breast. Like a like a, not just brining it with pickle juice or something. They were just pushing it in there. It, it, it tastes like there was a syringe and they got shot up with some pickle juice. That shit. Do you think amazing. they got it even before they they killed the chicken? Like they had the chicken just shooting them up with pickle juice like a heroin junkie. The like, fucking Fuck pickles are fucking. The, the chickens are eating drinking pickle juice from a feed and shit just putting their arm through a window and just sticking them through a pickle juice chicken's Mm. like oh daddy there's something to say about people that eating eating things like plants or fucking vegetables or animals and like damn you always you always want to say damn whoever actually figured this shit out did not get enough credit because yeah whoever figured out the fucking oyster was desperate you know they were just like all right man i'm gonna crack this rock open and if that slimy shit's in there again i'm gonna eat it I feel like that's the weird the people that eat the weirdest shit. It does come from desperate situations. Like, oh, I was eating a fucking a cod's bladder. I was out stranded in the fucking woods and fucking, you know. I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. if I'd ever be that fucking hungry. If I want to gnaw on a root or eat a snake. I've seen it. <laughs> gnaw on a root or eat a snake. I've seen motherfucker all these Survivor shows and stuff. And that's the, like I can fuck with like starting a fire, collecting the water, building the shelter. I can stand. I can. I can. I feel confident about protecting myself. But when it comes to the eating shit, I'm like, how the fuck? Who? Who? Like, how many motherfucking people had to die to eat poison ivy or some crazy ass plant that fucking made them trip balls? And how'd they find out which one made them trip balls and all that shit? Like, yeah. So some of this shit they had to mix up and stuff. The ayahuasca shit and they had to yeah. fucking do all this shit. Like, who, who the fuck figures that shit out? Who was the guy who figured out cocaine? He was like, okay, the leaf you could chew it and get high. Can someone please get me some gasoline and some formaldehyde? I've got an idea. Yeah. I, you know what's you know what's weird too is like I think about sushi. Whoever like invented sushi was had to have a lot of time on their hands. It wasn't like a meal like, oh, you know, I'm so hungry. Cause you figure like sushi and sashimi, this person was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut the tenderest pe sushi didn't come from like starvation. It came from fucking uh time and because you know you sushi's not i'm just gonna chop a big cut of fucking salmon and gnaw on it it's like no i'm gonna find the choice piece of tuna here i'm gonna roll this in rice and in seaweed so those guys they must have had a lot of time and then shit must have been going good because you invent like fried livers because shit's going bad and then you invent like a fucking you know a sushi roll because you got time to be like no 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 check it out i only want a fucking eighth of the fish the i used, I used to get in trouble in uh, elementary school Cause I was really into oysters, and uh, you fucking bougie fuck. No, it was like the ghetto ass shitty canned like oysters, <laughs> and it had like this real dark oil like now made with thirty two percent more oyster. It looked like motor, it looked like motor oil, like the clear 
synthetic shit or something Ugh. poured into it, and it was it's had definitely had an odor to it, <laughs> and um, a lot of times I had to pack my own lunch, so I remember like I was taking like a trash bag, and I would just dump random shit I could find. And my dad thought it was so cool. He's like, yeah, the boy likes the oysters. He really likes them. And I remember just uh, going to school, sitting down in the cafeteria, eating them. I'm like, ew, oh, my God. Everyone freaking the fuck out. And I guess that shit went so, it, it got such a, a, an ordeal that the, the, the school contacted <laughs> my parents and was, like, doing, like, a welfare check on me or something. Because this was, like, not, like, this wasn't no bougie, like, caviar. Yeah. This was like, oh, damn, this homeless fucking bum is eating fucking canned oysters. <laughs> I don't think I've seen canned oysters. It came in, like, a, a paper. I want to say it was, like, red red and, like, white. And it was a paper thing. You opened it up, and it was a can, and you peeled back. Like yeah, it was like a sardine I'm can. I'm going to Google right now if canned oysters contain, like, 100% oysters. Bro, I would drink the fucking oh. juice. I would drink that shit. And it, it, they all looked like an eyeball. I'm looking at them right rot, now. Rotted away and like you know, like it started withering up and shit, like rotting away. Yeah, that's what this shit looked like, and and it definitely had a strong, strong odor uh, on it. You want to hear something? What? Canned oysters, canned smoked oysters. So that's what they are. Yeah. Canned smoked oysters are rich in antioxidants, antioxidants and B12 vitamins, making them a surprisingly healthy food source. Canned oysters have the similar health benefits to fresh oysters, but they're slightly higher in calories. There are numerous health benefits to canned smoked oysters. That information coming from BossOyster.com, the only source of oyster information we go to. (laughs) So technically, even though they were some hood-ass shit on, man, fuck you, oysters, you were still getting all the health benefits um, Maybe that's why I was like six foot tall since like <laughs> elementary. You just eating oysters and bone marrow. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was. Uh, it, I, that, that's what I just remember eating for a good three or four years. Just canned oysters at school. Yeah, like that was just in your lunch bag. Yeah, canned oysters. Imagine that meal. Imagine how stank your shits were when you have two Capri Suns, a can of oysters, and a zebra cake at lunch. Bro, I had. I had. I actually had for a little while. I think I bought it with some of my lawnmower money. I had a Bart Simpson's uh, uh, lunchbox. That's it was, cool. It was with the thermos one. and shit? The yeah. thermos. And it had, uh, I want to say it was on the thermos or on the front of the, uh, it was red. I remember that. And it had uh, Bart Simpson writing on the uh, board, the sentences. Oh, like, I will never, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. So I, I remember I had that, and I remember feeling cool as fuck. And then I think, like, the, the little class thing broke on it. So then I was, like, rocking a trash bag yeah. and shit. And trash bag's a little unnecessary. I remember being in high school taking a trash bag. <laughs> trash bag? And I, when I sat in the cafeteria, I remember fucking um, reaching down. Everyone's like, damn, what you got there? Like, the whole football team's like, yo, what do you got over there? Got a trash bag. And I was just, like, digging in this, like, four-foot trash bag. At the very bottom, I'd find some bullshit in there. And, and they'd all be, like, waiting to see in an anticipation. And I, I never, like, really were in a situation uh, except one year I went to Conway Middle School. Uh, here in Orlando, I, I was able to buy like lunches there, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I, I think like I think I think Nora, uh, her name is lady named Nora Chestnut. Yeah, they me and my sister used to stay with, and she would like I think she gave us like five bucks a day or something. It felt like it was. It might have been four or something. Like that. But yeah, but they had like 
Papa John's. Oh, they had see, that shit's wild. Gatorade vending machines everywhere. This is like the early days. I know it's probably whatever, no big deal now, but when you seen a school that had like crazy uh, fucking random food like that, you freaked the fuck dog, out. Dog, I remember when I got on free lunch and I was like, yo, I can just come on this line and get a meal and charge it to the game. Yeah. And then there were times where I was like, because in high school you weren't always hungry at lunchtime. But you'd be we had we had one cafeteria called the LA Cafeteria in the Language Arts Building, and it had like the McRib, it had riblets, Ooh. riblet sandwiches, Ooh. French fries and stuff. And that was the spot. And basically your free lunch covered uh, a side and like an entree. So you could be like, let me get some chicken nuggets and fries. And then I'm, I don't know why, when you were younger, you were like, and I'll have that all with a strawberry milk. At 10 a.m., yeah. you know? I don't know why the fuck I had a craving for milks. At, I mean, that was the whole, like, yeah. damn, we were just propaganded. Like, oh, yeah, fucking drink milk. Yeah. It makes you strong and healthy. And I believe it still, though, man, because, like, I, I, so I, I, cause I didn't break no damn bones. I didn't break no bones, man. I'm indestructible because I've of milk. I've done some dumb shit. No osteoporosis for me. No, well, now I feel like maybe I should go back to drinking milk. I shit. love milk. You know, it's funny we're talking about uh, bag lunches. Uh, you know, sometimes my, like, when I was really younger, sometimes my dad would be taking care of us for, like, a week, and my mom would go back to New York. And my dad, you know, my mom took care of us. My dad, was, my dad was in the Marines, and so he would deploy a lot. But sometimes we'd be stuck with him for like a couple of weeks. And what I mean we'd be stuck with him is because he didn't really know what to do with his kids. And he loved them and provided for them, and he had fun with them. But, you know, three weeks of watching them, and he's like, what the fuck? You know, like the mom does this all the time. And he took me to school one time, and I was like, I, I need a lunch. I need, I need a lunch. I don't have lunch. And he was like, okay. And he was like, he made me a sandwich. And then we didn't have bags. We're like looking through the whole house for like lunch bags and we couldn't find them. So he drove to like a quick stop store and bought a big ass bag of molasses gingerbread cookies because it was in a paper, like in a paper bag and threw my lunch. Does your dad? Yeah, he dumps out like half the cookies and he's like, make sure you give kids the cookies. Don't eat all the cookies. And I was like, Okay, and so my peanut butter sandwich is covered in, like, molasses gingerbread cookie, two Capri Suns that fucking somehow absorbed the flavor. And I remember opening the bag, and my teacher was like, what is that? Are those all cookies? And I was like, it was my lunch bag. And her looking in horror and seeing, like, a sandwich, a bag of chips, and Capri Suns floating in a bag of oatmeal fucking gingerbread cookies. Could you imagine if we went to school now? We'd be disgusted, like, with the oh. shit that goes on. Oh, my God. There'd be, like, some little vegan kids, like, oh, oh I eat carrots. And, like, <laughs> I eat carrots. They got, like, meal prep, like, nice, cute-ass Tupperware fucking igloo things that fucking probably got a, a, a honestly, Bluetooth speaker in it and shit. And a, but honestly. Honestly, USB charger. It it just might be doper though, because like, uh, you know, everybody ate pizza, and then do we, they still make the the square pizzas? The, oh, Devin, the, the you know my buddy Devin, uh, yeah, the, the comic. Yeah, yeah he's a teacher. teacher. Yeah, he used to text me all the time when they made the fucking Fiesta pizza. Little Mexican yeah, octagons. Yeah. Oh, we had the Letrons buy some, but the crust a, was a giant off. ass box. The crust was off because that Fiesta pizza needs to have like a Totino's pizza crust, yeah. a crispy ass crust on the bottom. Oh damn, you must have some fancy ass shit because my shit was always doughy. Uh, my, our shit was always overcooked and crispy, like a cracker where you just smack that bitch in half. See, mine, mine. I don't remember mine being like that, but I don't know when they did that. Speaking of, like, we know the Mc, now we know the McRib comes when the pork is low, but when did the fucking Mexican pizzas come out, the little octagon? I one? know I had them in middle school. I remember that, but I don't know before that. And then I know in high school they would show up because a lot of the big thing would be just sometimes eating all the cheese and shit off the top, and sometimes people would just straight fucking skip the crust. 
Do you I, I had this friend in high school named Brad at the same cafeteria where I brought the big ass trash bag. This motherfucker would order a chicken sandwich and he would just douse it in ranch and like rah, 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 and I just watch him like, oh man, that looks delicious. All we had was ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, and occasionally barbecue sauce would show up. And it was always the worst. Like not sweet baby rays, not some Casey Bowl, not some delicious shit. It was just like Public school sauce barbecue. came a long way since we've got. We, we oh yeah! Up. Like I feel like these kids now—they don't even know what the fucking. There's like all, every type of sauce you can think of is in a bottle. Back in the day, you only had like your your generic bullshit, and and you, that's if someone fucking. Man, I'm from Tennessee. I brought this fucking. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 you sauce. remember that? You remember having like a barbecue sauce from somewhere else, and you'd be like, "What the fuck is this? What is this?" Shit? Like, like when I lived in South Carolina, barbecue sauce is is like a gold. It's a mustard based sauce. Then in North Carolina, it's a vinegar based sauce. And real quick, to everybody listening who's from North Carolina, fuck your barbecue sauce. Your barbecue sauce is trash. Uh, South Carolina gold barbecue is dope. I like that fucking like Kansas City fucking bold thick ass hickory sweet barbecue. Yeah, that's that sugar. Great. They just oh yeah. Yeah, bullseye. When I was a kid, my mom would let me get one or two. So my mom would let us get one or two name brand products. I know you were then. stealing some condiments from the grocery store. Oh dog, dog man. I, was I know a you. I know you were machine coming yo. out with pack fucking bottles of shit. I treated the gross. I treated every store as though it was my place to just get things. Uh, and, and, like, literally, before they started putting video games behind the counter, remember they had to have video games just hanging up in a thing? Yeah. I would literally just be like, you guys want to you guys want to get a game or something? And they'd be like, you, you going to go get a game? And I'd be like, somebody just give me a ride to somewhere. And we would go somewhere Damn. and I'd walk in, walk in, just boost some shit. Sticky Fingers Miguel yeah. in this yeah. motherfucker. Holy shit. I was, I, I got, I got arrested for shoplifting when I was, like, 14. And, uh, they, they, they got me and I had so much shit on me and the guy literally got me from the store like a store detective got me right before i got or got me right before i got out of the store which later on i found out i had i technically hadn't shoplifted yet because i hadn't left the store uh which would have fucking helped me but i you know went to family court plead my own case but i uh he got me and he got me and he grabbed me like physically grabbed me and stuff and opened my jacket shouldn't wear the jacket i knew the jacket was too was much it that puffy? Day. oh yeah it was it was like a starter jacket i borrowed oh, from the my starter friend. jacket it was, was a jam yeah, back yeah it was it was it was the one that didn't zip up it was the one that had the hands in the middle so it was almost like a pullover and it was atlanta it was atlanta hawks one and it, it was johnny farmers uh, atlanta falcons atlanta falcons one and uh, it had it had like a slit that i had cut in it for sliding like the video games and stuff. Damn, you had your own little fucking oh, little system, a little tin foil in the fucking starter jacket dog, so the was, alarm wouldn't go off. I had a little razor blade that I would cut things out of the box and then take them and put them in there. And then uh, the wow. main thing, when I stole the video game, I always had to steal the instructions just in case. I was like, oh, this might might be one that needs like instructions. So I'd always put the instruction <laughs> in my shoe and step Never on go it. into the safe. Yeah, yeah. Don't go into the <laughs> vault, vault, Miguel. That's how you get busted. So I went around and I boosted too much that day. And I got a. Yeah, I agree. Trying to get that instruction, yeah. instructions. And I walked, and I didn't walk fully out of the store. And the guy got me, and he grabbed me, and then they took me to a uh, back room. And my buddy Willie was in the uh, the changing room, stealing a bunch of shit already too. And they got him, but luckily, yeah, he, damn, Miguel, you were like a whole like crime syndicate yeah, over there. They saw the Willie, Puerto Rican mall mafia. Y'all were up in that bitch, boosting everything. Everything. And Willie was smart because. When I was coming in there, they were Fucking like, they really. were like, they were like, call your friend, call your friend now. And I was like, I don't, I didn't come here with anybody. I was all loud. So Willie took all the shit off of him. So he got arrested too, but they dropped the charges because everything was just in the changing room. 
it wasn't on him or out of the store. And they didn't have cameras. You know what I'm saying? This was like this is like 1992. Think about how many people actually did like time yeah. or have charges on some technicalities that any lawyer would have got anyone beat, yeah, I mean, any lawyer would have beat ours. But so they, they take me to like the store's box. It's got like a little room where security, and you know, this guy used to be like a Detroit cop, so he's all into it. Like he's leaned on fucking murderers and drug dealers, but now he's retired and he's like, you're going to fucking talk. You're going to talk. And I'm like, I don't have anything to talk about, sir. Because no matter what, there's two ways you play it. And, and if you're smart, you don't play tough guy because you know they got you. And you don't play bitch. You're just like, I don't know, sir. I don't know. The thing is, though, guys, he's got the video game. And you know what video game was? It was Super Punch-Out for Super Nintendo. Okay, that was that was at least worth a little bit of dirt. He's got Super Punch-Out, and he keeps talking about it. But what he doesn't realize is all throughout my pants, I used to take rubber bands and put the other games on and rubber band my pants. God damn, So bro. I'm sitting what here. The, dude, I'm sitting here fuck, with. What the fuck, Miguel? Bro, I'm sitting here with video games. Who are you? I'm loaded up with shit, and I'm like. You're like a, a, a character from Dick Tracy <laughs> and shit. Hey, guys, you, yeah. you want one of these fucking video games? Meet me around the corner. Yeah, you know what I used to use all the time too, Chris. Uh, do you remember those things you ever wear? Those little like bungee cord things you wear to blouse your pants. So I had a bunch of them for my dad, and you could hook them all around each other. So I would use those and have those on my leg, and then slide something down my pants, and then slide it on there. So I've got like games on me. And if y'all don't know, anytime um, we go anywhere, Miguel, he, he it's truck stops only. Truck stops only. He truck just, stops. He just like you know what I got. I got it. I'm like, hey Mike, I'm gonna go steal some shit in here because this is the thing now i'm an adult so if i walk out of there with some stolen shit in my and it's not like i'm gonna fucking boost a cb i'm just like i'm gonna make a hot dog and a drink and i don't really feel like paying for it because america but i'm fucking 40 years old if i'm walking out of that goddamn flying J with a hot dog and a drink and they're like sir you didn't pay for it i'll be like oh i forgot i have, here, a, I have a video here's my adult money i have a video on my phone of big la walking into a gas station with shoes and just underwear no shirt no nothing he walks right into like one of these fucking wasn't 7-eleven or something some other like speedway or some shit he takes his own like thermos or cup drink walks up to the fountain machine i'm filming this whole thing walks right out Cop comes out, everything, and I'm like looking down, like, oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Like, dog, I would have gave you the dollar fifty for the fucking fountain drink. What the fuck are you doing? And then the cop was so like baffled, like, why, why, what the fuck? And had he not been pretty much naked, he walked in there with his fucking underwear on. I think he I, had he just walked in normally. I don't think anyone would have paid attention. But they all looked and said, "What the fuck?" And he came out to the car, and that lady was like, "Huh? Oh, oh, what? What? Oh, what?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I am so sorry." I'm like, "Fuck!" I only do it when we're on the road on tour or running stuff to break the tour tension and have fun. Plus, it boosts morale because I, when people, no lie, when we're all road stop somewhere and we're going into a truck stop. Everyone's staring at me from our crew now, and they're like, "Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it?" Oh yeah, now and they the all get excited. They all get excited when they're like, "Look at him! He's he's talking to the lady at the counter, eating a pizza." Kodak and Black he- posted something on his <laughs> yeah. Instagram uh, like a month ago, and he said he's still some like alligator claw like back scratcher. He's like, "I just had to see if I still had it, <laughs> when, see if I still got it." Got to make sure you're still in the game. Uh, my favorite is Brian Idol because. As I walk out of the store, just it's a fucking big goal, but I'm like, hey, you know what? If I, I walk out, he goes, yes! <laughs> hey, shut up, man. You're going to blow my cover. Yeah. Blow my cover. Did you shoplift when you were younger? I, I did steal one thing, and I will confess. And I don't Talk know, to me, son. I don't Talk even, to me, son. I don't son. even know why I did it. Spill your sins on this table, I will son. go down there right now and pay for it. On God. 
I don't know why I did it. I don't know. I don't know why. I know why you did because the sweet, sweet rush. And I, I don't. I probably didn't have the Feeling. money, but I don't know why. But Mike, I was at Walmart. It's okay, Mike. Stay it. Because if I was gonna go hard, I was gonna go to the real big establishment. Fuck the corporate they had a man. Whole, whole system ready to just take me I mean, down. Dead fucking Chinese. Hey, you, hey, I'll tell you why I did it, Miguel. I know, I know why. why you did it because I had already been accused of doing That's it right, for so Michael. many years and stared at. Oh, look at this little punk. Yeah, He's probably you're stealing. Yes. Well, when I was younger, when I was I think I was like high school. I went into a Walmart, and I went to the fucking CD area. Yes. Yeah, and I opened. Right. I got one of those big, big. Uh, little, the collector box, the leather, the little binders, oh, the yeah. CD sleeve uh, collectors, yeah. bro. This was it was like gay big. It was it looked like a phone booth, yes. a phone a phone book. It was, it was six thick. fourteen year old feet long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fucking big, man. And I put it down there, down the pants. No, 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 no. Oh. That that's stealing, Miguel. Okay, I just put it underneath the cart where you oh. where you put the soda. So you want to play half a gangster? Okay, yeah. So my here's my philosophy on this. If you put it down in the bottom of the fucking cart, underneath the little 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 cliff where the wheels are, you could just maybe happen to have forgotten about it as you were stressed like out happened. and distracted yeah. and loading your stuff. And it's really honestly, if if I was running this country, I would be like, hey, listen, guys, if you put anything underneath the bottom and the cash cashier doesn't check. It doesn't say, sir, your it's toilet yours. paper, sir, your soda, you know, um, then that's free game. Yeah. Because now they got those little mirrors and shit. They look yeah. across the way. And now you don't even get a goddamn fucking cashier. Uh, yeah. Cashier. They, they, they put you to work. See, like, for me, I was like, I didn't have a basket or a cart. So I was like, I'll just have to strap this shit to my body underneath my pants. And I forgot, <laughs> you know? Oh, I, get, I get sometimes I go in there and I literally start talking shit. And, 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 and I actually just tweeted this earlier today. I said, life, um, this country is back to normal when a, when Walmart reopens 24 hours. They're never going to do it, Because I'm so fucking sick of it. You know how many times I'm like, you know, I ain't doing shit sitting here watching History it was, Channel. It's 3 in the morning. Let me go to Walmart and get some groceries. It was a year and a half before we got it through your head that Walmart wouldn't be open. Because tons of times you'd be like, let's just go to Walmart now. We'd be like, it's Steven, 2 o'clock in the morning. Can our, can our producers here, can y'all research that? Is Walmart coming back? I'm going to tell you why I think they're not. This is just opinion. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think they're you. never going to come back I'm, 24 I'm hours. I'm scared to say I agree with you. Because they were losing money being open 24 hours. Because uh, people like you well, <laughs> were fucking robbing them blind. Steal now we got robot penises during the daytime, yeah. like a gentleman. No, they were losing money because they were staffed, open, in, in hopes that a couple people came in. And the reason they were open 24 hours because they always were open 24 hours. That's what we expected. So when, when COVID changed it, they had an excuse. And you know they're always trying to like down staff and everything. I don't think we're ever going to get a 24-hour Walmart again. And that is sad. I think people, young people now, they don't even understand the significance of that. Like, we're talking about a store that said, hey, you know what? We're now open 24 hours a day. That shit was game changer, dog. I was like, hold on. This motherfucker's open 11 o'clock at night, 2 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning? It's open all day, when you were all night? When you were part of an industry that was open late, like uh, I used to work as a bartender and server, and you were like, I'm getting off work at 2 o'clock. I'm wired up. And this is like 2005. I'm like, I'm going to go to Walmart. And this is going to be sometimes you'd work like bartending. You'd make a few hundred fucking dollars on like a Wednesday for no reason. Like you're like, I got 500 bucks because I just had a great shift. You're like, 
I'm gonna go to Walmart and buy a PlayStation. Fuck it, you know, yeah. like you know, I'm if, gonna. If anyone's ever to watch and you go back and look at my old snaps or anything, you will see all those times where I can't fit the shit into the car. You will see that 95 percent of the time it's on a Sunday night. Yeah, because I'm like, fuck, I ain't doing shit. Let me, let me. You get all motivated, like, yeah, this Monday, this is gonna be the Monday I start my diet. I'm gonna go in there and get some salads, and I'm, I'm gonna fucking really just yeah. some chicken and some shrimp. I'm gonna really start this week off right, and you know, it's a night. I think I feel like Sunday night is like the best time to go grocery shopping and get your shit and do your laundry and shit. You know, start and, uh, the week off and shit. Yeah, now now when I show up these places, I'm like, damn, y'all just like literally y'all want me to shoplift because you're in here making me do work. Now the thing, oh, gonna call someone over. Oh, sorry, I didn't read the fucking thing. You ever notice in Walmart, there's always tons of shit in the aisle ready to be stocked, and it's never being stocked. There's just like pallets of shit waiting in the aisle, but nobody to stock it. Well, that's also a Sunday night thing because like I would always see them stocking up late at Sunday night, like all like the pallets out and shit, and fucking yeah, you know, it's uh. It's weird. I I I will truly call victory over all this, and when I will Walmart. feel when Walmart comes back to twenty four hours. If it, do we have any word? Did you did you find anything, Steve? I don't think it. I bet it's never going. I bet they're yeah. making just if not more money. I bet they're making more. Now everyone's like, well, I guess I gotta get it before yeah. it closes. What time does Walmart open, Stephen? That's a question, though. Six a.m. Six a.m. Yeah, so they probably covered. They're like like Six eleven o'clock. They close at eleven. Oh, okay. Huh. They should close at midnight at least, man. You know, hmm. we've talked about it before. You know, like how Publix is like whoa, and Walmart's like whoa, the fancier version. Yeah. Target, Target's the fancier version of Walmart, yeah. and Publix is the fancier version of Win Dixie here, Win Dixie and shit. Especially down here in Florida. What's the What's the least fancy like uh, gas station chain you could think of that is a chain, but is like the Win Dixie? Circle K, okay. Circle K. There's like slang for, oh, you got a Circle K feet, bitch. Yeah. Because you, you always see motor oil in their fucking parking lot. Circle K could have been a 7-Eleven. Like 7-Eleven's like a B plus, and Circle K could have been it, and they just didn't care. Cumberland Farms also. You, know, I watched this thing, uh, Cumberland Farms. That My mom used to work at Cumberland Farms. Yeah. I meant no disrespect. No, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> and... Um, I watched this thing on History Channel called The History of like the the Food That Made America. Yeah. And it, it one episode was on Blimpy and Subway. And I didn't know fucking Subway had been around since the like the eighties and like before that seventies and shit. I didn't know about set you know why the only I, I was watching fucking uh lethal weapon and they went to subway on the on the second lethal weapon with joe pesci and that's when he's like they fuck you at the drive-thru they fuck you at the drive-thru and i was like subway's been around this long subway has a drive-thru and they did you know there used to be subways used to be different like vibe you know yeah i feel like um so as i was watching this shit i didn't realize like how much these brands and all these different restaurants have been through like you know how many times there almost wasn't a Pizza Hut or a McDonald's or That's fucking crazy. Burger King? Like, I guess Burger King started in Florida, and there was no McDonald's in, in Florida. And that's Burger, Burger King, King was in Florida? Yeah, it started in Florida, South Florida, like Miami area. And it used to be called, like, Instant King's Burger or some shit. Instant really? King Burger or something. Some weird-ass stupid shit. I'm going to find it, too. That's crazy. And I just, I just started uh, just looking at the whole process of how food and business has changed the, the course of history. Insta Burger King location in Miami, Florida, Mike. That's yeah. crazy. That's where I learned all my shit, just TV. 
<laughs> Had they just brought the goddamn TV out in school and left it there, we all would have been in a better spot, Miguel. Well, check this out. The oldest Burger King is located in Duval. Oh, wow. Okay. Still going. Yeah. It's probably the most robbed Burger King location. Too. I think every place has something good that I really enjoy over the other. You know, because everyone knows that everyone's fries are trash compared to McDonald's. McDonald's right. will always hot McDonald's own. fries are 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 the shit. Yeah, it's it, there's nothing there's nothing comparing to it. And I also know that no one's fucking. I, I love the Whopper. Uh, Whopper with Whopper's cheese. Whopper's your sandwich, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a real ass fucking burger right there compared to all this other shit. But then there's. There's Checkers milkshakes, and the, their fries are pretty fire. And it's like, why don't they? We talked about, didn't we talk about this before? Making a restaurant that has the best of everything and does that as the menu? They should, they should be like like a World Series of fast food restaurants. And it's like, they all come walking out and stuff. And it's like, representing French fries, McDonald's, Burger King, Checkers, Arby's. Yeah, like sometimes I'm in the mood for a fucking big ass roast beef sandwich doused in fucking Arby sauce and cheese, but then sometimes I'm like, I just found out they had fucking uh, Hawaiian rolls, but pretzel versions of it. The pretzel Hawaiian roll. Arby's. I was blown away. That's because all these places like McDonald's knows what it does. At the end of the day, does it do it well? Who knows? But they know what they do. A lot of these other guys are just trying to figure out what they do. They're like, we got flaming hot Cheetos chicken noodle soup. I don't know. Fucking throw it at the wall. Nobody throws it at the wall harder than fucking uh, Taco Bell, though. Yeah. Taco Bell's like, you guys like Funyuns? Did you ever think Funyuns should be made into a quesadilla? We you know, did it. The, the the owners of KFC, the, the originators of KFC and Taco Bell were, and were at McDonald's doing their fucking... Because McDonald's is the ones who revolutionized the, the whole, like, fast yeah. kitchen... Uh, fast food restaurant process and they all like i think they pay like a couple hundred bucks to come in and get schooled and they showed them how they set it up yeah and and then what boom. a silly move they were like come on in we'll show you how the game's gonna change for you i, I saw a thing where like uh, colonel sanders wasn't even didn't even have a restaurant for a while was that even a gas station yeah right? he was like he was leasing his recipe so he was getting paid per chicken that he sold that their recipe and he showed them like a whole process. I have I have a lot of respect for any of these companies that can implicate a process and then watch it be mass produced and the quality control over Yeah. I mean, dude, uh I think that I had watched it said that Subway has more restaurants than any restaurant on the planet, more than McDonald's or anything. I know we watched one together, and Domino's created boxes that could stack better. Oh, that's and what that I was changed saying. it. Yeah, that changed everything. Their boxes were harder, and you could stack them all on top of each other. The thing about KFC is those buckets of chicken. Yeah, I guess the bucket idea came from because his friend needed, like, he had a bunch of them, so he bought them from a friend to help out a friend. And that's why we have buckets of chicken now. Dude, the, the, the Detroit weird. Detroit style pizza, that square thick pizza, uh, it came from using oil pans from factories. Oil pans that were like wrong, so they couldn't put them in vehicles. That's crazy. Yeah, they would use the oil pans and uh, they would they'd put the pizza in there. I, I, we've talked about this before, but like going to Pizza Hut when you're a kid, that's like that's like the oh, goddamn man. that's like the the white trash uh, fucking Disney. Like, oh shit, you're gonna take me to Pizza Hut? Remember that Pizza Hut was the only one that had that Pac Man. On the table. Yeah. Do you remember little, that? Little yeah. wheel ball, With the wheel. little glass top. And it was, it like, to this day, I pass by places that I'm like, that was a Pizza Hut. You know, because once you build a Pizza Hut or a Taco Bell, uh, you can't ever go back from it. it I've, is. I've seen it. 
There, there's a there's an old Taco Bell in fucking uh, Kissimmee that is now been like ten different restaurants. And uh, I like when it goes to like trying to be another Mexican restaurant, and you're like, you can't do that. There's there's one that's a uh, there's actually two of them that are Chinese restaurant. One is right on OBT uh, near downtown Orlando that used to be by the there's, there used to be a library in that fucking parking lot in Holden. Holden. Oh OBT. yeah 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 yeah. There's, there's a Taco Bell building but there. That's a little Chinese like four three two one Chinese or yeah, something like some that. Yeah, Chinese takeout place. And I like when when I've seen. When, like, a government-style building, because there is over in, I want to say, oh, God, I want to say it's in Monk's Corner, but I could be wrong. It's, like, a DMV building that used to be a Howard Johnson, and you can see, like, the shape, and I'm like, that's a government building now, and it's a fucking, it's an old fucking hojo. Uh, I don't know if we're talking about this so much, but it's it's interesting to me. It, I, I don't know if some of y'all are like, what the fuck, but I, I don't know. I just get excited about history, and you think about, like, bro, there was, like, Hershey... That motherfucker, like, created an entire, like, town, village, a park, a community to run his business and to take care of his employees and everything. And just watching how all, like, the, some of the sketchy-ass shit that people were allowed to put in their food. And yeah. That's, that's what kind of, I think, um, another. No, with 60% less horse meat. And you're like, yeah. oh. the horse meat's what gave you the kick. The reason why we even have the FDA, if I'm correct, uh, is because competitors were snitching on each other and they were lobbying the government to implicate like procedures on like hey yes let's stop letting these motherfuckers put rat shit in the fucking <laughs> kellogg's and and all the cutthroat man people were fucking assholes oh, back yeah. in that day the, uh post and and on uh post cereal and fucking uh kellogg's they went to like toe to toe like to war i'd like to believe too that when it started happening they like reached out for muscle and were hiring all these guys who had come back from the war. And it's like, you know, because, because like I know that Mr. Softy was, it, no, the good humor, good humor ice cream trucks were getting torched on fire by the mob for a while because there was a whole kick up thing where they were supposed to be kicking up money, you know, because the mob shakes everyone down. So like they wanted these ice cream trucks in New Jersey to kick up money and they, they were trying not to. And they were literally burning fucking ice cream trucks down. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's, someone told me in Mexico that, when the Ubers uh, first came around, that people were fucking calling an Uber and then they were beating the shit out of them and robbing them. And then they just did it so many times that they stopped trying to go into that area. Fucking old Mexico town. Man, that, that's... that's some... Did Colonel Sanders shoot somebody? Is that true? Yeah, I, I heard that too. Let me look that up, yeah. Uh, another thing I found crazy is that uh, Kellogg's, I guess, went and bought the rights to the rollers that were the, the the company that manufactured these giant huge rollers that pressed the the little fucking cornflakes from like the wheat or whatever the fuck it's made from and there was a a fucking crazy fire at post and they lost everything and they went when they went to buy some new rollers the company said sorry we're we're under contract with Kellogg's. We're not. We're not allowed to sell you anymore, uh, and we're not allowed to sell anyone rollers except them exclusively. And they were like, "Motherfucker!" So luckily, he thought outside the box. And he's like, "Well, you said you can't sell me any new ones. Can you fix the ones that are burnt?" And there you go. And they were back in the game, and just like crazy. That's shit. nuts. You guys want to hear this? Colonel Sanders did shoot somebody. Check this out. Uh, 
Come on, you're Colonel bucket, Sanders bucket shot, chicken, motherfucker. I'll put a bullet in you. He shot Robert Gibson, who was the manager of one of the Shell gas stations where he had his store. Uh, Robert Gibson was scared that Colonel Sanders was going to start taking his business, so he started painting over one of Colonel Sanders' signs. Colonel Sanders came outside with three district managers of a Shell gas station. He saw Robert Gibson painting over his sign. Uh, he freaked and ran up on him. Uh, Gibson pulled out a gun, uh, and Sanders whipped out his own gun, and he started shooting. He hit Robert Gibson, one of the Shell managers, and that guy died immediately. The surviving manager had also brought a gun and was Killer firing Sanders. back at Stewart. Yeah. Sanders acted quickly, grabbing Gibson's gun and joining in the gunfight. Colonel Sanders hit Matt Stewart in the shoulders and then yelled, and then Matt, who yelled, don't shoot, Sanders, you've killed me, and then Stewart died. Or no, Stewart was sentenced to 18 years for murdering the shell manager, Robert Gibson. So Stewart, Stewart shot the shell manager, uh, Sanders shot Stewart, and uh, you don't even want to know what the Popeyes brothers got into. <laughs> Bro, there was, there, was like, there was like union strikes when Ford... There was like all these. Uh, if you've never seen the history, the the food that made America and shit on History Channel, it is so fucking good. It is so good. Every episode, like the reenactments of it, you really feel like you saw the man himself. And they just do yeah. such a great job with like the theatrics and the whole the way they talk. I and- wish I wish they would kind of like cartoon it up more. And like do like Boardwalk Empire did, kind of fictionalize it. So we get to see like a young twenty-two year old gold tooth rocking Colonel Sanders. He's got on like a, a wife beater and uh, and a pistol on his side. And he's sitting there talking to this guy, and uh, he's like, "Got an idea to make these chicken restaurants." And the other guy's like, "Well, I hope it works out." And he's like, "By the way, what's your name?" He's like, "Oh, me." Well, they call me the Colonel, Colonel Sanders. And the guy's like, nice to meet you. Name's Roger Bojangle. You know, <laughs> they're just like shaking oh, no. hands. Uh, that happened with McDonald's and Burger King. Uh, Burger King came to Ronald McDonald's. Ronald McDonald met the king? <laughs> they, they came. Uh, they were in the war together? <laughs> Burger King extended the olive branch of fucking onion ring over to the fucking <laughs> Sir, Sir McDonald's. And he was like, yo, hey, uh, I need some advice. And uh, I need to, I'm... I'm looking to expand out of Florida. Can you tell me what to do? And McDonald's were like, you ain't got shit. You, good luck, buddy. Let me know when you fucking do-do-do and you got fucking thousands of locations or whatever. And he said, what was your name for the record? He's like, oh, I'm fucking... It was some redheaded dude, I guess, who like was a part Name's of... Name's Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> this whole fucking great origin story. Man, who did I... Someone I, someone I lived... Oh, back... Uh, one of my former Sausage Castle brothers, uh, one day we were working at one of those labor-ready things. We were yeah, going we go for to- like fucking five hours an hour and shit. Like get there at four in the morning. You had to out-wrestle the, the handy Mexican and the, and the junkie that really wants the money. And you're just trying to like, hey, man, I just need some rent money. I'm just here for the day. I remember I met this guy on a roof, and he was like, yeah, one time I did roofing for Dave Thomas. Nicest guy ever. During lunch break, it came out as a whole fucking table of food and frosties and everything. He was the nicest guy I ever met. And ever since then, ever since I drive by at Wendy's, I was like, man, Dave Thomas, man, you're a fucking good guy. <laughs> it's like when you're younger and you hear about like a celebrity come to town. He's like, yeah, he gave me $100. Oh, Dave Thomas. Let us take turns on his daughter while he watched. They were both into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that story, but uh, it, it, I know. can imagine like these guys who made like the restaurants that made America. There's like like the episode one episode ends and uh, 
It's like Ray Kroc, the former like McDonald's guy. He's like locked up in prison in the beginning, and uh, you know he decides to fucking lay low. He starts painting himself like a clown, so people think he's fucking like not fucking great or he's crazy. And then he meets this like big cholo, and he decides to work with him. And at the end of it, he's like, "I never got your name." And the cholo's like, "They call me Grimace." <laughs> <laughs> I miss all the fucking awesome characters at McDonald's. Like, yeah, dude. Hamburglar, that's me, man. That's my, my, I got these, so I got these like dark ass circles on my eyes. And uh, I always tell Mike, man, I look like the Hamburglar. Like I got a little mask on. I was going to say more like Grimace, but yeah, I definitely see. You're more like Grimace. I don't understand where you don't understand. You're like 380 pounds, six foot three, and shaped, Listen, well, and shaped like a gumdrop. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know, you know, my <laughs> point. I always saw myself as a Ronald McDonald kind of guy, but whatever. I'm more of a fry guy, honestly. I'm like five six. <laughs> but, but we're so, but let me tell you what before yeah. I forget again. I keep forgetting why I even brought up Subway. <laughs> Do you know that the fucking uh, the founders it, it, it came from a, a the doc- Knights Templar a, a doctor? No, that's it's not Coaster Buck <laughs> Island. The the doctor uh, gave. This seventeen-year-old kid, a thousand dollars. I was like, "Hey, we're gonna make these. We're gonna make a restaurant and make sandwiches." And I guess he had seen some shit in New York. These New like York, delis del- all these stuff, Italian huh? yeah. delis that had it. And uh, he's like, "Well, how do we make that?" He's like, "I don't know. We gotta figure that out." So he paid him. He gave him a thousand dollars, which was probably fucking God knows how much. Probably fucking a hundred thousand yeah. dollars back then. And just to figure it out, and they started just doing some research, and boom, that's how Subway was created. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, all right, I'm going to give this kid $1,000. He's going to make a multi-billion dollar company years later. Yeah. And then, and then you know, when, like, the kid did it, the doctor was like, I'm going to have to kill him and take over now. It's a, it's a crazy, like, I encourage any of you, if you're into this type of shit, uh, which you, you, you have to be if you're still listening to this episode, <laughs> uh, it is such a, such a awe-strucking, like, moments of... You know, because you're dealing with people who didn't have the state-of-the-art technology. They didn't have internet. They didn't have these. They didn't even have modern-day refrigeration till till a while. Yeah. And th- there was so many. They didn't boss- have electronic inventory systems. They were writing the shit down. Yeah, like uh, the transcontinental railroad changed things. Yeah. Uh, bird's eyes. Uh, fucking the frozen food industry was refrigeration. We- they 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 knew they could store it, but then the, the homes weren't ready for refrigerators and like just the crazy shit that had to happen. All that stuff is like just magnificent to to realize that how many of the things we use and we take for granted every single day that almost wasn't ever created because of some insane motherfucker i like to think i have some of those genes yeah that was like no fuck it we're gonna make it work and and they did and and, and the ones that we obviously don't know about we never heard of because they never made it but there's so many crazy stories we go to a grocery store this that all the different implications that kind of like steam yeah. snowballed into what what is everything today now. There was a show that they had before that. It was the, the, the men who built America. And it was about like these industry captains. But the thing about the foods that built America is it's more relatable to us because we're not talking about J.P. Morgan and something that we weren't around to see. We're talking about Subway, Pizza Hut, Domino's, uh, yeah, you know? I get excited about yeah. shit because then I'm like... Because I feel like now that at our age, we remember what we think we remember what's reality. Yeah. And because to me, I thought like I thought like Subway had started like in the nineties. Yeah, and it's shit. what it felt like it was around. Yeah. I didn't know it went way the fuck back, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I can't like, wait for like the next season when they show like the Chinese triad, and they're like, "It's a Panda Express time <laughs> now to take over." Yeah, I mean, like fucking, just uh, 
it, it's it's a daunting task to come up with a concept and to provide convenience to the world and make it delicious and, and economical and then to expand that like you know take that idea and you expand it over and over and over and over and over all around the world you know like i've seen pictures i've never been you you maybe you've seen like there's a fucking kfc taco bell like right in front of the, oh, the pyramids man. the yeah, pyramids and shit nuts. and like just it's crazy know. to think that something has become so worldwide phenomenal that that it it it, it, it you know, when you go to KFCs in a lot of other countries, stuff's in English, even if that's not the first language. You know, it's just weird. Like, I didn't really know cool. Dr. Pepper was, like, the first, like, soda. Yeah. I, I thought, to my mind, Coca-Cola was always, like, like yeah. the first one out and shit. There's a lot of things you learn, and I'm into history and shit, so that shit I get really fucking into, but... Um, well, guys, hold on, man, because we got to go to a break. But when we come back, we've got so much more to talk about. Plus, we got some events coming up. We got a so, lot of shit coming up, so we don't want y'all yeah. to miss it. We want you to be there because you're a member. Some of these things are even for people who aren't members. Yeah. Let's just t- talk about this Friday. We're going to be at Oasis on the River in Sanford, some, Florida. Sanford, Florida. 8 p.m. till closing time. We've been there how many times? This will Three. Be our fifth time? No, Third? fifth. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've had four names. Uh, or, or yeah, because we went twice in one year, right? It's, yeah, we went twice in one it, year. Yeah. So will this be our fifth? This will be our fifth. Yeah. Yeah, because there was two different names and then the third name, but then we came twice in yeah. the same name. <laughs> so <laughs> this will be our fifth. Fifth time. This is awesome because this place is a great vibe. It's right on a, a marina uh, in Sanford off a of big river. Yeah. And uh, they let us do whatever we want. This is the craziest part. Mikey, the owner, when I had a meeting with him last month about this, he goes, listen, I don't want you guys to hold back this time. He goes, this time. Don't worry, we won't. This is what he literally tells me. He goes, because now we don't care about any rules. And I'm like, holy shit, you guys fucking cared about rules before? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm drunk as fuck, jumping off roofs in the pools and fucking, and people are definitely getting fucked in the bus. Yeah, there's fucking going on. There's, uh, I I remember uh, when we watched Lizette's Snapchat of of it, it starts out with her in a bikini contest, right? And then we go to, uh, or like a twerk contest and then there's like a 20 minute intermission and in that intermission we saw her then get on a motorcycle and ride somewhere (laughs) then get on a boat and then she was laying in a yard with some dogs and then fucking she's coming back on another boat and then she's back in the contest (laughs) and somehow bianca who never left missed the whole contest and we've never been there at night so this is Mm -mm. the first time i'm afraid that people are gonna think we're there during the day and they're gonna show up thinking Good. it's like a pool. Stay party. all day and get wrecked. So this is a Saturday night thing. No, Friday so, night. I'm sorry, Friday night. This yeah. Friday. Uh and then we have our next gig is basically members weekend has now become a four day event. So yeah. normally it starts on a Friday and Saturday and Sunday, which is our very, very, very first members weekend of twenty twenty two. So we're excited, but Guess what Thursday is? It's St. Patrick's Day, and we're going to Newport Ritchie at the Red Room. Yeah. And that is a Thursday night. So we're going two hours away yeah. from here. And if you guys don't know the Red Room, club. it was formerly known as Desire, but then a car drove through it. And, and now it's to get back, the fuck baby. Out. And, <laughs> hey, we become the place that you book when you change <laughs> your, your name. name. <laughs> like, yo, new management, new building. Let's just fucking start over. Hey, bring that fat fuck Mike Busey and friends <laughs> in here. What are they going to do to this place? So that's on March 17th. 
And uh, <laughs> it's full nude, full liquor. Hell yeah. None of that pussy Mm-mm. shit like Orlando. And uh, these guys are wild. Like they mix our genitals with our Long Island. They want them really nice and close. And then somehow we're going to bust back home at like 3, 4 Somehow, I'm telling you, it is going to be a shit show. So this 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 Friday, Oasis, Samper, on, the river. Oasis on the River, whatever the fuck it's called yeah, by the time we show we up. There. And then St. Patrick's Day, Red Thursday, Room. Red Room, Newport which is formerly Ritchie, called Desire. Desire. Yeah, uh, my ex girlfriend, she messaged me. She's like, oh my God, that place is wild. You're going to have fun there. Yeah. She's like, four people have drove their cars through it. <laughs> we're driving the bus through that bitch. Yeah, let's run it over. So we're going to be in the bus. Come see me and the whole crew, me, Miguel, and, and all the Sasha Cats crew. And it's our, it's our, it's our baby son's first uh, gig. DJ Nobody Special. Oh, Steven. old Steven DJ Nobody Special. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, I Which, hope you- Steven, I haven't 100% cleared this with him, so we're just going to get you there DJing. What, what the fuck can they say to us? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really. Did we clear? Oh, no. No, 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 that's not the um, Red Brew. That's Oasis. That's Oasis. Sorry, yeah, and we, we haven't. I haven't really cleared that with them because I was like, "Hey, I got a guy who wants to DJ," and they never called hey, me we back. We put it on the flyer. So, yeah, it's on the I flyer. Mean, Don't worry. So once again, no rules. Yeah. So we do what we want. We, we are bringing the phone machines and the twister. Yeah. So I don't think they know about that, but they will find out. When they said no rules, I didn't think they were bullshitting because some places that we do these gigs at, they might necessarily not have the creative ingenuitive yeah. uh, thoughts that we do so we're just like you know what we're gonna go ahead and tell you what we're gonna do and you're yeah. gonna like it and it's gonna be great so make sure you come out this friday and uh saint patrick's day which is anyone with red beard which i have a red beard that's which right and blue eyes and blue eyes so i'm pretty much forced to drink jameson and black out and try to fuck a leprechaun so that's gonna be great and we're gonna fucking basically uh, time travel from two hours south of that gig and then come back to run, hopefully, a three-day event called Members Weekend, which Oof. if you're a member of MikeBisa.com, you're allowed to come. Oh, and this year, Members Weekend, uh, the gates open at noon, not 8 a.m., so Friday, Miguel is really noon. he really wants y'all to know that, and he, I also want you to know that that probably means one thirty. <laughs> so show up at one o'clock on Friday and be down to wait half an hour. Yeah, because we're <laughs> you, you shouldn't be waiting for us. You should be with us the yeah. night before St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I'm putting it out there right now. If you're a gold member and you come out with us St. Patrick's Day, drive up with us and just camp at the castle. Fuck it. If you're coming, if you're coming to stay, just come camp back when we get back Miguel, home. Miguel, you're is he yeah. drunk right now? Yeah. You are a gracious king. Yeah, and if you're a green member, fucking 3.30, I'll open the gates. You better have brought me a fucking Hey, you just want to go ahead and read, read the names now. No, nope, no, nope, we're going to cut to it. Go to it's commercial. It's a great time. We're talking about members, and then... We're going to go to our break, and we'll be right back. We could end the show right now if you read the no names. No way. Oh, look, I was testing them. We got more. We got more to talk them. about. You guys, we're going to break. You're listening to the Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account 
every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The Beauty Beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. To Memberships members, is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like oh, outcasts man. in society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got to fuck with this guy. There. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field bed. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's gonna show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, 
rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. Then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit, the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. So during the break, we were uh, talking about just how uh, female relationships start with us. And um, I kind of piggybacked off what you were saying. And I've had this happen I feel several times in my life, especially the last 20 years, is I'll attract a female because of, like, I'm this fun, cool guy providing, like, an experience. Like, whether it's a party or a show or, or hey, I know blah, blah, blah. Do you want to come with me to, to, to the show? Yeah. And then I don't ever have um, expectations. Yeah. Do I have uh, desire? Hope sure. and desire, yeah. Do I hope we all have sex and it's fun, consensual, good time all the way around? Yeah, of course. If I can only get two of those, though, you know. Yeah. If if you fuck one of the homies, whatever. If you go back, sometimes the bigger win is that they came and they hung out and they felt comfortable and they had a good time. Then you just like, all right, see you later. You know, anytime when it comes, so, I, I I rejoice in those too. Yeah, it sounds cheesy, but as a grown up, the biggest win is when you have a good time with this person and they're comfortable with you now coming back, 
being like a friend and bringing people. Because you do. There are girls here. Here's the deal. There's girls that, that, that I go out and I'm like, hey, let's go out. Let's hang out. And I would love it if, if something sparked between us when we went out. But like we always say, you can't. That can't be your intention, and you got to be honest too. If you're like, if you're interested in a girl, there's a girl that I was just uh, texting back and forth with lately, uh, and I just I, I I had to be kind of clear with it in the text. I was just like, hey, you know, like you know, I want to make sure because I'm inviting her. I was like, you need to come over here and stay sometime. I want you to come visit. She doesn't live in state, uh, and I just had to kind of be clear, letting her know that hey, I, I am hitting on you, you know, like, and it sounds weird to be like that, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I want you to 100% know that I'm 100% flirting with you, though, because I don't want somebody to come here, and I'm thinking I'm flirting with her, and they think I'm inviting them over to come hang out, that I don't like them, or have intentions of wanting to see where this goes, because <clears throat> like me and you have said before, it's uncool to secretly have intentions with a girl, you can have secretly have desires, but it's uncool to secretly have intentions because then you're shitting on friendship and you're lying to them and you're lying to yourself. Yeah, then, you're 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 uh you're definitely like manipulating the yeah. situation in a negative way because you're just like um You're just taking advantage of uh, the uh, fact that they're not they're, like, they're guards down on Guys, we can be honest. Nobody wants to take the girl to prom that's not gonna put out or or yeah. is gonna be the funnest or the coolest. No one wants to marry the fucking dull, shitty, lame wife that doesn't, you know, want to have fun and, and want to make you happy. And that's the same that goes with any type of, uh, like, encounters. But the problem is, is the guys, and I definitely blame it on men, they, they ruin the pussy economy because they're the reasons why we can't just say hi to a girl or compliment her. Or like, oh, yeah. hey. Because they immediately get defensive because so many guys have ruined it by being a, too much of a fucking creep. And I hate when guys try to get all defensive, like, oh, my God, you know, these, these women nowadays, they just, you can't even give them a compliment. Yeah, it's because we fucked it up. Yeah. And we, we all know that every guy has to grow into his own. When you're young, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21... You're supposed to be this, like, piece of shit, like, jealous. Like, I love you, bitch. Where the fuck are you? Turned off your location. But you're supposed to grow out of that shit. And yeah. You're supposed to be more confident and know that the sooner you realize that you're never, ever going to prevent someone to do what they want all the time. Can you prevent it in the moment? Yeah. Can you cock block? Her, yeah. the shit out of her, and be that hovering guy that follows her everywhere, and and you can go through her phone, you can fucking demand her fucking her social media passwords, which is completely fucking psychotic. Psychotic, yeah. And and I I believe that it's healthy. Every now and then, you start feeling a little weird. You like you grab your bitch's phone. You're like, all right, cool. You go look through it. <laughs> every now and then because what happens is it just reassures that you're making the right decision i don't think it's healthy though i think i think it's unhealthy there are times that times that i've had girls go through my phone and they found shit that was absolutely horrible we're not talking about those times <laughs> we're talking about how they looked at my phone and i felt like they were put at ease and it it depends on like i'm, I'm also you know 40 41 years old like so the younger dumber psychotic like, I love you, bitch. Those days are behind me. And as you become a man, you have to slowly kind of 
realize that you're not going to be able to you have to literally physically chain someone up and put them in a dungeon and to keep them from doing yeah. whatever. <laughs> Steve got fucking Steve little hard like, over there. Yeah, man, like, put them in a dungeon yeah. and make sure the safety words multi fucking syllables so it's hard for them to say. Yeah, so Steve's like, I make the safety word a racial slur, so she really waits to say it unless unless she feels she has to. Yeah, so it, you soon the sooner you learn that you can't control somebody and that you should never want to, because who wants to date someone that you know the moment she's out of your sight, she's gonna go fuck one of your homies or yeah. some random dude. That's not the fucking that's not the chick you need to be with, yeah, bro. You're putting a lot of emotional investment in somebody that's not worth emotional investment. Exactly. So you, you wanna find someone who wants to be with you, but then still confident she trusts you and then you should trust her. Trust is a a, a very big yeah. thing when it comes to things, and you just gotta realize that she has to go to work or go to school or go to sleep. Are you just going to fucking literally surveil her 24 yeah. hours a day? And some of you guys are like, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Which is not healthy. Because, not at all. Because y- your mind plays tricks on you. It's it's You're on some crazy Kanye shit. Yeah. I, I, was, I was on this sketch-ass bridge the other night. And we went out four-wheeling in, into the federal. Yeah. I mean, I think there was a guy. Allegedly. That I, allegedly, Your Honor. And. I wasn't even that scared, but I started getting a little nervous about it, and yeah. I started seeing all the dry-rotted wood and seeing the gators, and it is nighttime, and it's there's a river. It's yeah. like basically a current. I'm like, okay, yeah. I got a bunch of electronics on me. Yeah. Like, am I worried about falling down and getting eaten by a gator? A little bit. A little bit, but you're wor- more worried about all the inconvenience of falling here, getting yeah. wet, having to swim to shore. It's like when you go to take the trash out at night, and you got to go to that dark little corner yeah. of your house and... You, you know, any other time of the day, you're like, this ain't shit. Yeah. And, but then for some reason, if you just hear the right sound or the wrong sound, you're like, what was that? And all of a sudden, that shit gets in your head. Once that shit gets in your head, it plays games with you. And all of a sudden, you're scared of any other day, you'd be pissing there in the corner and fucking joking around, yeah. walking around like it ain't shit. But now that, that darkness has fallen apart, that uncertainty of what it was and what it is. And I think that guys, you know, every guy's had like his girl be like, Hey, I'm gonna go do this, and the next thing you know, you don't hear for her for like an hour, two hours, three hours. You're like, this bitch is fucking everybody. That fucking bitch. The worst. And, like, that's what guys deal with every day. There's someone listening to this right now. He's like turning it down. He's like, man, fuck this. I don't, I don't like this episode anyways. He's hey, getting uncomfortable. The worst, and you gotta sometimes. Sometimes you gotta catch yourself. The worst is when you get jealous about a girl who's not even really your girl. Y'all just oh, kicking it a lot. Oh, that all the you know? time. Y'all are together. Y'all hooking up. Y'all kicking it. We see that here at yeah. the, the castle yeah. a lot. And I've been guilty of it before in the past. Luckily, just in age, that's gone. But, I mean, there's been times where it's like, it's a girl who every time I see her, me and her kick it together. We have a good time. We hook up. But... I've I've personally never wanted a relationship with her because you're like oh you know we're we're not gonna have, make it work blah, blah. and then like she'll come she'll come kick it one time and she's kicking it with like some other dude and all of a sudden you get that bitch ass but you always kick it with me you know yeah. like and that's the thing that nobody belongs to you nobody belongs it's okay hey here's the deal guys listen if you're listening it's okay to feel a tablespoon of salt. Just don't make anybody else feel salty about it. It's okay to be like, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. But the worst thing I see is I have – I have, I remember this personally in my own past, feeling jealous of a girl and then like our whole text messaging changes. 
And she hasn't changed anything. She was still hitting me up. She was still hollering, like being cool and stuff. But now I switched to like, yeah, okay, cool. Instead of like the long message, that's not cool. Like we can't name no names, but we there's there's a couple that comes around here every now and then. And the boyfriend, he's super cool with us, but we know low key he's like, fuck those guys. Yeah. Cause yeah. we know that his his girl wants to be free and do her thing, but he's holding her back and and we're just like, yep, just let us know whenever you get free. Yeah, you let me know when you get them walking papers. Yeah. We'll celebrate. You know what the fun thing is? That's why. That's what middle school and high school is for. That's what it's for, right? Get, get, it, get that shit out of your system. Yeah. I fucking love you, bitch. And then once you get out of your system, you can slowly become a, a real man. That's why, man, nobody's more secure in their relationship than the jizzes. Jenny Jizz and the cum artist. Yeah. That, that's the highest. That is like the. The highest level um, of achievement to unlock. That's like the final, He's final transcended. fantasy. Pokemon yeah. gold fucking fucking unicorn from when you space card. When you spend your anniversary every year letting your wife suck a bunch of cocks and she's happy to do it and you're happy. Because it's not even letting. Here's the thing. The cum artist doesn't let Jenny suck cocks. They agree as a couple that that's what they want to do. It's no like he has the say and she doesn't. They're doing it together. I've, I don't ever talk about this publicly, but I wish I was at that level. I mean, if I, I really be, do. Because I think once you have that power, once you're like, yeah, I don't care who my bitch fucks, then 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 you're like, You're like right, a cool. fucking Jedi. You have no attachment to this earth, you yeah, know? Then, then all of a sudden, you realize when guys aren't pussy hounds and... And the ones that focus on other things other than pussy, they're the most successful people. Yeah, because they have the most happiness. They have happy lives because it's not just about one thing that makes them feel important. That's nature's cruel trick on men. We're all horned up our whole yeah. lives up until the point we can barely walk anymore, and we're like, "Oh fuck that bitch!" I That's don't want to. Steven's downfall. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like there, there are guys. There's, there's leaders of, of countries right now that's chasing pussy somewhere and trying to sneak bitches out the back yeah. door. Interns are having affairs with their fucking the 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 secretary of yeah. defense or some shit. Whatever the fuck they got going on in their whole fucking cabinet. There's some weird shit going on, and sometimes, and it's human nature. Is it that forbi- that forbidden fruit always oh. tastes the best at first, at least? Because yeah. you know damn good and well that bitch is the same shitty ass bitch you dated before. Every girl it always looks great at first, at first, just like the girls probably think of the guys. Until you get up in there and you're like, oh my god, I fucked up. This is this yeah. is worse than what it was before. Or or too many people spend too much time uh, accepting the the deficiencies of another person. And they literally spend some of the precious moments of their life wasting away. And I hate to sound such like a fuck you, I told you so type of person, but 90% of the people I went to high school with, they all got married right away, had kids. And I'm just like, sometimes marriage to me is like just giving up on life. You, you are really like, <laughs> yeah. this is as good as it yeah. gets. You're, you're, you're basically, when you get married, you're saying this is the best you can do and this is as good as it gets and somehow, mysteriously, the billions of people on this planet, you just happen to interact with them within well, a certain also, time frame and, you're, you're, and moments in their life you're and that's making, it. You're making this promise that, hey, even if this doesn't work out, we're going to stick together. Fuck that. Like... You know, I think society like shamed divorce so much because, like, do you remember in the early '90s and shit? Oh, like, divorce was oh, a shameful that's, thing. That's Carrie. Yeah, she's been divorced. Oh no! Like she's been tainted. Yeah, now like, it's what? like what? Who gives a fuck? Like, 
that's why I think we need to work on more like common law benefits for people because fuck marriage. If you own a house together, you guys are in it. You know, you're in it way more than somebody who just. Said I mean, me it. and you should be technically legally. We married. own we own a lawnmower together. Yes, we do. So, and I'm paying that thing. To, I told and you Mike, have definitely loaned me thousands of dollars. I told Mike if 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 we were ever to split up, we were to have like a a horrible like fucking fall. You're talking out. about us today. I said as I'd be arguing with him, I'd be sitting there typing on the computer. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm paying off the lawnmower." <laughs> you're not gonna burn my credit, yeah. motherfucker. We're in this together. We're both going down. We're both going. Up. <laughs> hey, you know what? You were saying something though about like forbidden uh, fruit. That's why when you and a girl are in that flirtatious texting stage, it's exciting. It's the, exciting. The drug in your brain being released, like oh yeah, you 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 you, you want yeah. me? That's it. You want desire, especially especially when here's the deal, man. Like me and you have talked about it before. We've never considered ourselves to be attractive guys. We should you know. have switched the uh, the show. This should be the first hour. Yeah, the same. just rotate. Can we just do that? <laughs> no, fuck it, man. We got it. We got it hey, all hopped you, up. If you on stick KFC, to the second hour, baby, you get to hear me and my. We just talking. warming up, motherfuckers. <laughs> but yeah, man, like me and you've never considered ourselves to be like really good looking, classically good looking guys or anything like that. We're fat. We've got like health problems that we, we that bother us. But what? Yeah. When, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Who said that? But, uh, you know, being desired is a big thing. Like I said, I was texting this girl uh, and she sent me. And, and the thing is, she's like nice because she doesn't send like crazy nudes or anything. Like that, but she sends really sexy pictures. And she said to me, she goes, the only person you can show these to is she goes, show these to nobody except you can show them to Mike and Courtney, Hell which yeah. was weird. Cause I was like, why is Courtney involved in this? Uh, Courtney's what's the plan? Just, because they it's like, I Courtney. ain't fucking unless Courtney's fucking. Yeah. I literally just, I can, I can bait the pussy in. I can lure it in. I can hope and I can put spells. And yeah. Shit. I can throw down fucking pussy booby trap, threesome, fucking, fucking, uh, whatever. Fucking, uh, threesome stink bait. Yeah. I could, I could spray the most finest colognes on, me and prepare the greatest night of ever but if it ain't courtney vibing and ain't vibing then i ain't fucking fucking them both it sucks i gotta and it's weird too like we've talked i know somebody like oh i've been fucking the same bitch my hand for 20 years yeah well guess what i have i'm like a junkie who just went straight to heroin so none of this pussy shit like weed and stuff is not gonna get me off i need three or four of them lined up and i wanted to be way too attractive to be fucking me and i wanted to be consensual and i want to enjoy it i'm a gentleman i'm nice and, and and I want to have a good time, and then cool. Guess what? You can we can do that again. That's up to Courtney and y'all, or you can uh, fuck one of my homies, and then I'll be like, hey, motherfucker, guess who put that work in? But I am a very back to like I really do feel it's it's like you don't want to be disrespected, but if you could have. The ability to turn off the switch where, like, your girlfriend that you're, like, madly in love with and whatever you got kids with or some yeah. shit, whatever the case. If you're, like, cool with her fucking other dudes, like, if y'all are, like, doing it together and you're not, like, trying to fuck the dude, too, and you're, like, cool. I think maybe if, like, they brought something to the table, like, all right, I'll raise your Courtney for two of my finest blondes. And then you're, like, hmm, I could get drunk enough to be, like, all right. And I, and I feel like a part of me, like would never want to do that but a part of me also 
would be like, well, it's kind of, it's only, it's only what's fair, you know. Like I get to fuck all these other bitches and shit. Yeah. And maybe, maybe let my girlfriend fucking do with a, a, a bigger dick and, and have whatever. But then, then I would be like, all right, well, did he bring the the good pussy? Did she not like? It, it would be Look more of a business. <laughs> It'd be like a business <laughs> transaction for me because yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, y'all brought you brought this 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 raggedy ass bitch. Hell no! Come to this house and bring yeah. this second hand pussy." Because Courtney's even admitted to it. She's like, when there's like really really hot girls that want to fuck us, she ain't into it. I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, I mean, we fucked a lot of really hot bitches, but um, she gets intimidated when they're really really attractive, yeah. and I'm just like, it's okay. I'm not gonna like move. What do you, what do you think I'm gonna do? I'm move him in tomorrow, okay. and then like here, 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 uh, fucking here, Piper and Jetta. This is your new mommy. This is Jennifer. No, okay. like I've already gone through so much bullshit with her, and she knows how I like my shit. She knows what sauces I like. She knows <laughs> she's what I don't like. She, she, she is, she is very well like brought up in like how I like my shit. It's okay. You know, you know, like that's more it's work okay. for me. It's too much work. I, I can be like, I'd have to literally give someone like a, a giant ass thick like uh, welcome packet, like Disney World would have, like the procedures. What's the what's the the shit they like the employee handbook? Yeah, employee handbook. All right, listen here, bitch. I like my floor vacuums. And, <laughs> all right, you can do laundry. I'll go do this shit outside. I'll always take the trash out. Uh, you get you get Jetta in the morning. I'll get Jetta in the evening. I'll be like the house the houseman that stays at home. Make sure the house is good. I'll make a bunch of money and make sure you're happy. And every now and then I'll take you on some fancy ass fucking Mexican fucking vacations and it's shit. Okay. You know everything's gonna be great. I'm never gonna cheat on you. I'm never gonna beat on you. Uh, but yeah, I want to fuck some hoes with you and have a good time. And but uh, like it's uh, that's where a lot of like the negativity comes with me and my brand because think about this. Every wife. That's not cool. Hates me because they think that I'm literally making their husband cheat on them. How dare you go there? I can't go there. I can't. And when I just hear that, like, hold on, you can't go where? Like, that's not. That's not. That's not. You're not in the right relationship. If if you if another human is telling you what you cannot do, when you know it's like, yo, just all right. I, you don't. You don't have to fucking cheat on your girlfriend. You could come here and hang yeah. out. Some of y'all are getting a little uncomfortable right now. You're turning down your shit. You're like, is he talking about me? Well, I, also, that's, that's that's why I haven't become a member. Also, my wife is scared. I'll cheat on her. Let, let me go on record, dudes. If you come here and you're cheating on your girl, we're not like your defense. Like, I'm not going to be like, bro, you come here and cheat on your girl, and then you call me, please, my girl's coming over. Uh, You know, hide all the videos, hide all... No. You do your dirt here. This isn't a place oh, where you do Oh, you know how many times that's dirt? happened? Yeah. There'll be some raggedy-ass motherfucker who just became a member. He's green as fuck. He brought no bitches. He brought a bunch of dudes with him. No bottles, no gifts, no nothing. Don't even fucking uh, have no kind of respect for what we're doing here. And he'll little just vulture on shit. And that's when I do get a little salty. When I see some of you ladies fucking these bum-ass motherfuckers. And I'm just like, uh, um, Krill from uh, from Assholes yeah. Live Forever. I think it's a shirt that says, you're not ugly, you're just broke. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't mean just with money. Like, d- d- there's dudes that just are fucking retarded. And my, just, uh, my, uh. You don't attract, you don't attract that energy. My homegirl out in Tampa, she calls the yard staff the grass daddies. And she's like, what's up with that? She's like, what's up with all these girls falling for the grass daddies? And I'm like, hey, this was before, like, we're not talking about the guys we have now. We're talking about when we had, like, Gavin and all them out there. And, and it was mind-blowing because it'd be like. 
Gavin, who's the dude who... That's a girl who really wants her fucking oil changed and her... She got some shrubs around the house she needs cleaned up. And, and I, don't, I don't knock you for that because that means you're obviously... You're, you're th- your pussy is also being business-like-minded with your decisions. You know, like a guy normally makes decisions sexually based upon his desires and, and fantasies and his disgusting urges of fucking animal fucking oh, chemicals in his head. A woman necessarily shouldn't be so goddamn hot and horny. She should be like, well, if I fuck that guy, I'm going to be living over here. But if I fuck that guy, I'm be, living here. Be as hot and horny as you want. Uh, this is where I think we get we get the big problem is the disconnect is – Anytime women fuck somebody, we, like, super analyze why. And then when dudes fuck, like, anybody, we're like, I get it, bro. You're just trying to get some pussy. You know, like, there's always this big analysis, like, I can't believe. And this is the best part. Me and you experience that when we're hooking up with girls that a lot of people think are, are, are more beautiful than should be with us. And we're nice. the first people to know, like, well, you know, maybe she just has a good time with me. But then we've caught ourselves being those guys. I can't believe she's with that guy. Yeah. And it's nuts, too, that I, that I would fall victim to this double, or I would I would fall victim to this thought process, and then I would also perpetuate it. Well, I didn't. Let me. Yeah. I, I talked about how the 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 girl doesn't want the 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 their husband or boyfriend yeah. whoever coming over here, but it's the same thing the other way. I see it even worse. I see it way way worse because it is the guy who doesn't want his girl to come here. Yeah, which I can kind of understand a little bit. Come with her. Yeah, but come, that? Come like couples that come together stay together. You know, like if you come in here and you're partying in the castle and you're having fun, I I feel like your relationship is secure enough to have fun, and you may find something else to join in with, or a third or yeah. fourth, or a, a business own- associate. Like we've had people come here and and start business with other yeah. uh, people and other members, and and hey, oh, you got a fucking a boat down in fucking yeah. world. Oh yeah, I'm down there all the time. Chill. I got- we should hook up and boom. Then they're next to their homies and yeah. they're hanging out, going to fucking Universal Studios together and going on vacations and shit. No, my same my same homegirl from Tampa. Her and her man come over here all the time. They stay here. Uh, they brought like an RV last time. They get wild with some girls and stuff, or they just chill. But they make it a a, a, a couple's vacation. You know, they're here to wild that's, out. That's really like why I fuck with swingers a lot because they're normally more mature. And more comfortable with the sexual aspects of things. And that isn't everything. But me, I don't do drugs. But if when I do drinking, I either want to fucking wild the fuck out and go crazy. Or I want to go to sleep or eat. Or I want to fuck. Yeah. And most likely it's fucking. I want to fuck and then I want to eat and then I want to sleep. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, a, that's, that's just the way God made me. Now, you said this is one thing. You had said... Yeah, uh, the, the guys. The, so the guys get psycho jealous when their girl comes here, and, she, and they just automatically assume she's running trains on everybody. And I, you know how many guys hate me, even the name of me or the Sausage Castle? You know how many guys hate this, the thought of my presence all because, like, they think their girl came here and fucked me, and I didn't even meet her, and she probably didn't fuck me or anyone else and she was just chill but he was just psychotically like yeah what happened over there fucking bitch i've i've seen i've had we've had girls cry and like hit us up the next day yeah you beat the shit out of me i should have never left i was like you dumb bitch you should have you gotta get out of that situation because that ain't just here that's that's just in general i i've dated a girl one time where she started crying and I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong, baby? What's wrong? She's like, I, I was never allowed to wear shorts. 
I was like, what the fuck? Like, I want my girl to look fucking sexy as fuck because that's, that's to me, I want people to be like, damn, you got the baddest bitch and oh, she's so cool. And being cool is like the, is the, is the new sexy. Like, if your girl is drama free and she's fun and that, that's, that's more attractive than, you know, just being just hot because I know plenty of hot bitches. I've dated them. I've fucking been with them. I fucked them. And a lot of them are fucking lame as fuck. Yeah. They're garbage inside. You, uh, you had said recently, you had told me that, uh, You'd actually, you hadn't had sex for a while. You hadn't bust, and then uh, yeah, I went like I went like two weeks without fucking. And then another experience. Got not because I didn't, not because I couldn't. Oh sure, sure. I was just yeah. mentally, you know. Hey bud, fucking, hey bud, hey. hey bud. But something did clean. <laughs> something did clean your mental block. You had a you had a visit from somebody that got you hot and horny. Who? James O'Keefe. Oh came by. God, you brother. <laughs> That was a beautiful segue. I didn't, I didn't even see that coming. Ooh. No pun intended. So we've talked about it before. There is a news organization that does undercover um, journalism, and you're a big fan of it too. This is huge. bigger. This is bigger than Ancient Aliens or Oak Island. Mike. Oh, definitely, definitely. Because I, I can touch it and feel it, yeah. and taste it. Those motherfuckers. Down in Oak Island, they don't know what they're missing. Wait till <laughs> Mike's I... turning on Oak Island. Mike, like lately, but lately I've, I've been watching Mike watch Oak Island, and every now and then he'll be like, "This is starting to be bullshit." I don't yeah. say anything. I'm starting. I'm, I'm starting like, to flip. Slowly. They're starting to flip me. They're starting to just flip today. Me. Just today, he said he was like, you know, you know, pyramids and stuff, man. Everybody's saying they're made by aliens, but I mean, they could be made by man. I was like, shut the fuck up, Miguel. I had to gloat, and then I ruined it. And I was like, shut the fuck up, Miguel. We're getting him so close. We, we're watching them fucking uh, those Thai. <laughs> Taiwan, the Cambodia guys. The Cambodia dudes who uh, dig holes in the ground and make pyramid fucking yeah. uh, hot tub resorts and little huts and shit. You ever seen them on YouTube? They got millions and millions of views. Is these two, uh, I, I don't know what the fuck they were. Uh, Cambodian. Cambodian, and they're fucking just Cambodian. They're, they're old Cambodian, some fucking uh, some dirt Cambodians. in the ground. Cambodian. Making hot tubs and lazy rivers and slides and shit. Like, you, I'm like, damn, that's like, like a hotel in the ground. Like, you from Cambodia? I'm ready to get on a plane right now. I'll, I will put them on the finest first class fucking round trip flight to fucking Spirit Airlines, straight to the Sauce Castle. I will fucking call every. Fucking very sexual liberated lady I know, and definitely tell her, tell her this guy. Not only should you fuck him, but he'll make you a palace in the. Do you dirt. want a backyard palace underground? Because do you want a bamboo fucking water park, bitch? You better start sucking this Cambodian yeah. dick. And if you want electricity, just give him six eels in a jar. He'll make he'll, it happen. He'll all he, he, he fucking out of a bamboo thing. He'll make you a car out of a stick of bamboo. <laughs> Fucking solar power, fucking bamboo, fucking Tesla and shit. Mike's going to blow. We're talking about James O'Keefe, Cambodian fucking house building. Woo! Oak Island. This is his whole fantasy. Hey, old Brandon Vogel, old, old Skinwalker Ranch was liking a few of my comments the other day. Woo! I don't mean, I don't, it was, it's been a good week, you We're know. going to get some portal werewolves. <laughs> Let's go, baby. What if James O'Keefe came to you and he was like, I got great news, Mike. I did an expose and we exposed that skinwalker ranch is fake i would Lies. see mike, I would see mike just shake his eye would twitch and then he would just be like <laughs> one of you is lying to me and that means one of you has broken my heart <laughs> yes exactly but exactly what happened james o'keefe came over so man. We, we've talked about it and if you don't know who james o'keefe is project veritas james he is the, the the owner operator of project veritas which is a whistleblowing investigative journalism company that is literally an enemy of the state, okay? This guy 
has uh, just recently been banned on Twitter. Uh, he can't even be uh, found on YouTube anymore. They they took his YouTube. He's down. been more banned on YouTube. Well, he hasn't been more times banned than Mike, but he's got a lifetime ban. Yeah, and we do have something in common. The FBI uh, has definitely came after us. He had Joe Joe Biden uh, daughter has a diary that was brought to them. Okay, and this happened this summer. Over the summer, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Don't don't quote me Seems on like this. Seems like summertime. I think I'm going to give y'all who are like into this, but not so into it. That you're not gonna go fact check, but you're, I'm definitely gonna give you a very, uh, very good uh, outline of like how fucking awesome and how much this. Honestly, I said this. I said this several times. Out of all the rock stars and celebrities and important people, we we had a guy come sit down in my living room or in my bedroom on my sofa that was worth billions of dollars. Okay, this guy is still more important in yeah. my mind, in my heart. This guy is the biggest deal of anyone who's ever walked in, in the soil of this castle. And James O'Keefe uh, was at the CPAC thing, which is a, a big Republican uh, convention, conservative convention, whatever you want to fucking call it. Unfortunately, we've, we've, we've been forced into society, putting people into blocks, and you have to be this or that, whatever. So uh he was one of the speakers there and along with a bunch of other major major politicians the president was there president president trump president there. trump was there uh you name it, it was an all-star cast candace and, owens was there right? uh, you name it they were all there every yeah. fucking senator every Mr. congressman yeah. uh fucking the you, you they were all there everybody was there yeah um well he uh hit me up and i was like oh shit because i was supposed to go down to miami uh, to go to his uh, book release, Muckraker. Uh, basically, it's a, a whole book of him. And, and, and let me, I don't know where to start with this because there's, there's a lot of ways I could go with this. So back to the Biden thing. Uh, Jill Biden, uh, or Joe Biden's daughter, I don't know how old she is. I think she's like our age or something. Yeah, she's like, what, let me, you want me to kind of sum it up real quick? Yeah, please. Yeah, so there was a diary and... He he was given it. He was given it. James O'Keefe was by given an it. Unknown by an unknown source. He couldn't a hundred percent verify it, so he didn't want. He he basically called. I think he called uh, the he Biden family the White, lawyers. The White House. Yeah, he got hold of the White House. And he's like, "Hey, I got this. I can't verify it, so I'm not going to use it. And I don't want. I don't want to keep it if it might be stolen. So I'd like to return it." And then from there, uh, Justice Department investigation went Which down is a boss-ass move because yeah. it's like, I just read some shit that I don't know y'all want me to see. So, by the way, do you uh, is this yours? Do you want to come get it or yeah. not? And they're like, no, no, this is not ours. They're like, it's, no, we'll just send the FBI to your house. So, fast forward later on, the FBI comes knocking on his door. They raid his house and Put everything. him in cuffs, his business, his home, his cell phones. Like, basically, I'm like, oh, shit, they don't read our conversation yeah. on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, and he was detained, and this guy has been going toe-to-toe with Fauci, with uh, the CDC, the FDA, the New York Times. He has, like, cases that, have, 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 that are being brought to the Supreme Court for um, journalism and uh, fractions that he ha- has a wall called the Wall of Retractions, which is basically when... Uh, the, a media source puts out something that has incorrect information. They have to order. They have to put out a retraction when he proves it. And he 
proudly has this giant wall and there's just hundreds of retractions. And he's he's like James Bond meets fucking WikiLeaks. <laughs> Look at Chris's face. That's the best. That's the best. He's like James Bond. Chris is like you are James Bond. No, listen, fuck y'all. If you showing up to a goddamn secret dinner and you got bitches on Tinder romancing the fucking CEO of fucking that's not a James Bond move. There's no, there's hidden cameras. There's hidden cameras. He's got spy cameras and shit. Spy cameras. (laughs) The defense rests on spy cameras. (laughs) Fuck you, Miguel. They're, they're showing up to fancy dinners. They're spending probably what I think would be years. Did he hop out of a wetsuit in a tuxedo? Bro, you <laughs> seen this dance move? James O'Keefe's going to bust a fucking move, bro. <laughs> this motherfucker's shuffling, dancing. He was in Oklahoma like uh, during, during the beginning of COVID. He was, Dude, doing, he was in the play. Been uh, musicals and shit. Like, this guy's a very well-rounded, handsome, uh, hardworking fucking guy how how is he as a kisser i mean i i don't know but uh him this guy has the balls of steel he is literally has the president of the united states saying oh fuck they got that and then boom they're kicking in their door and going crazy and he's not backing down like literally the next day he was i believe he was at the capitol he was walking down the hallway somewhere and he goes oh by the way I just want you to know that I love my life and I'm not going to kill myself. And I'm just like, oh shit, mic drop. This guy is a fucking boss. And he is he is actually I'd be funny if the FBI's like, then why'd you write this note? <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> I feel bad for him in ways because he like him even coming here or even following me on Instagram could like compromise his integrity of who he is and what he's done. He has put years and years into doing investigative journalism. It, I don't know where y'all are from, but uh, back in the day, you'd always see like that news reporter, hey, are you Henry Smith? I'm, I'm with Channel 9, and it says Miss Gladys here sent you $20,000, and you never fixed her, her fucking house, like shady contractors. Yeah. Well, imagine a guy who does that, but with politics and evil major big tech corporations like still this still has time to dance and still has time to fucking shuffle, shuffle dance and and he's just a fucking he, so he, he hit you up though he was here for the CPAC he he was in town for the CPAC convention and i was like hey i would love to have you here i know i wasn't able to get to miami i apologize um would you like to come here? Are you busy tonight? He's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm free tonight. I gotta go to like this little party after party, but we're gonna, we're gonna kind of skirt out of there. Are you cool with me bringing some colleagues? And I was like, you can bring whoever you want. And I'm like, kind of getting nervous because I'm like, shit, he might bring fucking Donald Trump over here. I'm like, we gotta start cleaning. I started running around. I'm like, for six hours. Luckily, we had a little bit of heads up. I was like. All, all the camera guys, everybody, we were fucking mopping and shit, making beds. Not that this house is dirty, but, you know, you can't have a motherfucking uh, a, a boss-ass legend like this guy come over here and, and have some fucking... You got to have your shit right. That shit, those shit's going to be crispy. So Mike was Mike was in the closet, and he goes, should I wear a suit? And I was like, what the fuck? No, it's Friday was, night at your house. I was nervous, Miguel. <laughs> I was like, listen, this guy, he is so renowned, and I'm so, I'm, I respect him so much, and he already said... He actually... He actually uh, 
I don't mean to get you all. Ooh. He actually sat down in the very seat you're sitting in right now, Miguel. Ooh, then he should be excited. Yeah, so he was Look loving the podcast <laughs> setup. He thought it was super cool because he's a dude who's like amongst all like the tight, stuffy, uptight fucking politics and, and business. But yeah, he also is like us. He knows how to have fun and have a good time. And and he's, you know, he, he's doing something like I thought I had a stressful life. This guy, I don't, for one, I, I told him, like, I don't know how the fuck you're even alive. And I don't even know how you even have an Instagram when you had whistleblowers from Facebook uh, sending you screen capture recording video of Mark Zuckerberg having private conversations with the rest of his colleagues on a Zoom chat saying, emitting some fucking crazy shit that makes them look very horrible. It, it's I feel like everything the last couple of years has big, been a big I told you so. And it, it reminds me of that Netflix movie, The Social Dilemma. Everything in there, I think we all thought we knew, but it confirmed it. And, 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 and James O'Keefe and Project Veritas has been non-fucking-stop slam-dunking down the throat of these fucking piece-of-shit motherfuckers that are ruining society. Not just here in America, but these big tech companies that are uh, all these algorithms, all, all hiding people. Oh, if you don't want to get vaccinated, then boom, we're going to give you a, a, basically a, a score rating. Like, oh, your, your vaccination hesitancy. So then we're just going to lower your, your reach. And that's what he's ex- exposed with them. And he, he had fucking the, the uh, Department of Defense. Someone was like, hey, I fuck with James O'Keefe. And the more bigger, I mean, he has over a million followers on Instagram. And I don't know how, but you can't tag him at all. Like yeah. when, when he, po- he, po- he posted a photo here with me and he tagged me. And I was like, remember, oh guys, this like, all- James, this could. This could hurt you. This whole story leads to Mike finally coming this week. Yeah. <laughs> he was fired up after oh, this Oh, man, trip. I was so fucking, because, like, my, my fucking patriotic boner is so fucking rock hard, because I'm like, damn, this guy is literally saving the world right now. <laughs> he is. He's exposing these piece of shit motherfuckers. This is not even, like, hearsay. What do you say to like the he's people? He's showing, he's walking up to people casually with a microphone, yeah. showing them an iPad video of them literally saying that, yes, we're fucking the people and yes, they shouldn't do this. And, and then the people are like, oh, what the fuck? That wasn't now, me. No, but agenda wise, he's definitely staying on one side of the aisle on oh, stuff. Oh, he's staying on the right side, whatever's the truth and honest, fair. <laughs> he is. Why Show me where he hasn't. On the acorn thing that happened. Watch though. your fucking mouth. What about the acorn thing, though? That was like 20 years ago or something. That was I don't 10 know. years ago? He had some like issue and he paid out, uh, he paid out some money. To, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he made everything right with whatever he had going on with that. <laughs> Mike, this is basically Mike's like, no. You talk like tomorrow, like next podcast is gonna be art in this chair because he's like, we're gonna oh, yeah. try some Miguel, new things out. We're gonna hey, try we, some new things I out. We're photoshopping Miguel. I hope y'all enjoyed Miguel. This is the last goddamn time you will hear him. Y'all can go see him on the fucking iHeartRadio and shit. This is the last time you see him on, on this fucking program. You blaspheme the name of James O'Keefe. But you had it. But here's the cool thing. You uh, you guys hung out all night though. Like it wasn't even like a. Some it wasn't people no come crazy over rager. To, yeah, nothing. And some people come over just to see it and kind of walk out. You know, like, that's what some people do. But he hung out with you all night, and uh, him and his, like, the people he brought from his agency, he, yeah, brought, so that, he brought that CNN. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah he, I, I, just, like, my, my suspicions were calculating. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, he's talking about colleagues. Like, he's bringing, like, his lawyers and, like, his whole, this guy has to literally travel with a lawyer, yeah. like, handcuffed to him, because at any point he's going to get swept up and, yeah. you know, the, 
I have friends in the CIA, which who you know who they are. They told yeah. me like, oh, they do not like him because he yeah. is he is unraveling the ball of shit that is that is what's wrong with with our our, our system here right now. And he's uh, like James Bond and Optimus Prime had a baby with the Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the fucking man, and uh, he brought Patrick Davis, who was with CNN for 25 years. Basically, this is like Jesus and Satan. They were like, hey, yo, what's up, man? What's up, Jesus? What up, Satan? And he was like, yo, listen, man. Uh, so that whole expose thing y'all did, y'all basically, uh, y'all got my ass in some hot water. And uh, he basically left CNN or got fired. And... Uh, James O'Keefe. It's like if Bad Boy signed if Bad Boy signed fucking Pac. Yeah, that's that's so even the people who are are big fans of James O'Keefe and Project Vertos, their fucking heads have exploded. I've read hundreds of comments. Oh my god, what the fuck? And now he's like in charge over at Project Vertos. So basically they had they Satan joined Jesus and and now <laughs> Now it's fucking a great fucking. Now it just, <laughs> if anything, it makes him look so much more righteous. Like, all right, so what happened with Patrick Davis is one of uh, the colleagues that were working at CNN. He was their undercover mole and went in and was like, "Hey, we want you to do some. Uh, would, would you mind mentoring me?" So he's like hanging out with them and talking with them, and that's where the James Bond shit comes in. They put the little suitcase down on the on the table and they're at Chipotle or wherever the fuck they were at. Having their little business talks, and then you know Patrick Davis being the outstanding individual, he was probably eating up inside, seeing the corruption that CNN has been co- continuously spitting out. The coercion, the court coercion. What's the uh, um, coercion? Coercion, and the, the just the 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 false bullshit that everyone within the walls of CNN knew was going on for years, and they they picked and choose what they wanted to run with and it started slowly unraveling slowly unraveling and you can hear Patrick Davis talking shit and and pointing out these things very casually to this other guy cuz he had no idea obviously he was on camera yeah and it isn't one of those like that's what's cool with what they're doing is they're giving you fucking home run rock hard evidence like yo this is what this guy did and said and then they obviously get completely fucking mind fucked when they find out about it do you want to see them do it more across the board even yeah because and, and that's what yeah. he's doing now because he uh everyone at his organization isn't on the same political yeah. platform like this guy uh patrick davis he wasn't fucking like some like super trump supporter he worked at cnn you're not yeah. allowed to even fucking mention that that's like the boogeyman there and he he we had a fucking four-hour conversation in my kitchen just talking he was just like he just came to the conclusion that it wasn't what he had signed up for, and yeah. he saw the manipulation of of the news and the media and the agenda. Like they're, it's they, it's not even up to for debate. They're hundred percent have an agenda, and not just them, just yeah. a lot of companies. All I mean, do you, is there a news agency that you think doesn't have an agenda? No, because at the end of the day, they respond. You would think to their advertisers and their yeah. advertisers that are major corporations. So. That's a whole snowball of shit. Doesn't there's no like quick summary on how that shit goes yeah. bad and, and never really works out for the person at the bottom, you know. And what I love about what they're doing is that, I mean, that's that's on some like, yo, hey man, 
uh, I know y'all fucking, you were the wrong motherfucker. Like, he, he's taking so much heat for even bringing him in. And they're just like, yo, we get why you're upset. But listen, this guy, like, inadvertently became a whistleblower on himself. Yeah. And James is like, hey, how would you like to... Obviously, they were watching. Obviously, it's like an undercover boss, but yeah, yeah you're going to get fired at the end of it. Yeah. He, he basically, I mean, assumed he saw how he moved and he liked what he saw. And he got to hear an honest, like, feeling from him and hear how he really felt about things. It wasn't like far this way or far that way. He was just saying, yeah, man, this is all fucked up. They all tried to make this whole Russian collusion shit. They, yeah. they ran it. And if it, it wasn't that, they didn't want to run nothing. Yeah. He was just going on about the just the unfair and unbalanced and that's just one little thing like yeah. this james doesn't have a big enough water Ooh, truck james now yeah we're, first we're name on, yeah first name Ooh. he doesn't have a big enough jimbo water <laughs> truck to put out all the fires yeah. because it's them one day then it's this one day and what's crazy some of these whistleblowers are coming coming forward and then they're obviously getting blacklisted from that type of yeah. not even just that department of work, but just an employer in general. And I had seen one whistleblower. I don't know. I, I think it was uh, it was this black dude who worked at Houseboro because he had exposed how they were like 100% like racially influencing things. We're like, oh, no, we got to do this because yeah. of that. And uh, it, it was they're like, all right, I, I think it was him. It was it was one of the he had he has like several whistleblowers on a panel that they like speak and stuff. And he got these motherfuckers, they set up like a GoFundMe, and boom, here you go, you got a million dollars, motherfucker. And when you got people at the de- at the State Department, like, leaking documents of shit, there's no, like, oh, the, you don't even, he- that's what's crazy. You don't even hear them try to fight or rebuke it or try to denounce it, like, oh, that's bullshit, that's not me on the camera, that's not me talking. They're caught red they're not even red-handed, their whole entire body is inside the fire, and there's no, like... There's no debating what they said and did. They they try to the media is like, oh my god, this guy's a problem. So anytime you look at any type of story from him, it's just like, oh man, who who manipulates and edits this crazy shit? Yeah. He's a. They, they keep they try to one of the crazy things that James said is they always re- report him as a a far right funded thing, and he's like, how do you know who funded me? My my donors are completely anonymous hillary clinton could be funding me for all you know yeah and he's very good at that you don't know like who is funding what he's doing because he has an entire fucking team he has offices and they're putting all this time and effort into doing how do you know who funded me mr o'keefe you have a you have a treasure chest of confederate gold i think (laughs) i think i know where some of this goes but no no he like what what do you what when you guys were talking? Like, I, I what were your like common things though between you and him that you guys felt? I think that uh, he probably respects me from what I do because obviously he likes the entertainment side of things too. Because that shit's got to be fucking horribly yeah. stressful. Like, like I'm not even. I know that you are listening to this podcasting, whatever. But this guy literally has serious, credible threats on his life. Yeah, and he has made when you have pissed off. Some of the most important businesses and major companies on the planet, and we're talking like that's that's you got to be brave to still try to fight for what you believe is right and the truth, and that's what he's doing. And I respect that because the guy could go live a normal life and not he. We all know that there's shit going on behind the scenes that we'll never really know. 
but who the fuck has the balls to dedicate their life and 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 put it put their money where their mouth is and say all right you know what i'm gonna fucking assemble a team of gumshoes find some scallywags that want to go on dates with the the head of fucking pfizer and and all of a sudden boom we got the this dude on from pfizer saying all this other shit that's contrary to what's being pushed in popular media and it's not even you don't even hear anyone even remotely even try to fight it they literally try to erase he's got him on camera saying we just want this to go away we just want to go like he's got the new york times literally trying to uh course his own employees to turn on him he's got them all like got them all recorded and and he calls hey this is any and he is that that fucking motherfucker when he calls or when he shows up and he's like hey this is james o'keefe from project veritas and you can literally hear the fucking bullfrog like in their throat and it's so it's it's the best form of entertainment to where you're like oh motherfucker it's like to catch a predator yes it's, it's that moment when chris yeah. hansen walks out and you're like seat. oh this motherfucker yeah he thought but, she was gonna fuck a kid but he's not you're going to jail there's yeah. a sheriff in a ghillie suit about to pound your ass outside and what's crazy is that he's doing it to the largest most like biggest corporations and and people that have a lot a lot of fucking power and i don't like when i went when i went to tag him on the photo it, it literally says like on Instagram. Sorry, the, the user you're trying to tag has has uh, is unable. You're unable to tag him because he has posted too many. Uh, what what's the fucking terminology they use for uh, false news or whatever? Uh, yeah, misinformation shit. Really? Yeah, and it's like whoa. And, and then I try to tag Project Project Vertage. You can't tag them. The same fucking disclaimer comes up, and I was like, they're on him. Here's he he reminds me kind of what I did with Osceola County. Had I let Osceola County just keep fucking with me, fucking with me, and did nothing about it in, in, on my platform, they would have fucking ran over me. Yeah. But luckily, I got out ahead of it, and we had all these TV companies, news shows, newspapers, all these articles written up like, oh, Mike Busey versus Osceola County. Yeah. Da, da. Well, that's kind of what he did, and I feel like they want to fucking press the button and just wipe him off the internet, just like how they've done other people which that's what we've seen that's that's the problem and now anyone who doesn't agree with someone's opinion they just get to press a button and wipe you off and then the narrative becomes what they want and and whether you believe this or that that's not right i think that uh there's got to be a, a way and i don't think it's these independent fact checkers which they've had to recently say that they're not actual fact checkers they're just people with opinions which is you know they they spent a bunch of money on having I don't know how they even dictate this. That's why like everything we see and we thought, keywords, phrases, you know, any of that shit just immediately comes up and then they hinder your reach and which is what's happened with us. You know, I think just because I have the word patriot and the American flag emoji in my Instagram bio, it's like how do I have hundreds and thousands of people follow me? And yet I'll have like a, like 400 likes on something. And then n another day I'll have like 10,000 likes. It doesn't make sense. And it, it isn't supposed to be fair in all reality because it is a, a separate company. But I think that's where... Uh, that's where it's up to us then to not rely on a separate that's what, company. That's what DeSantos has uh, done a lot for. He's been able to like try to go after these big tech companies in, in Texas because... They realize that now it's like the little girl who had a lemonade stand. That bitch done 
rose the fuck up and became like the McDonald's on the block. And they get to choose ultimately who has to say so on the block. And now the way humanity is, not just here in America, but all around the world, we use social media to connect, to post, to share our lives, to do business with, make money, to fucking to do paintings or whatever fucking wardrobe, whatever the fuck, tap dance on TikTok, whatever the fuck you want to do. That's how we connect now. And when you have small, slight companies that are able to, uh, I mean, they've obviously have a monopoly on a lot of the technology, the the API, all, all the fucking code and stuff and the stuff that probably Steven would be better well on uh, addressing. It becomes a... Now it just becomes like, okay, now information is now compromised because a select few of people can control what's out there. That's kind of that's kind of how it was with newspapers, which is the funny things. Everybody kind of forgets that was the problem with newspapers. Yeah. That's always been the problem with information. And we always kind of feel like it's a unique problem to like our times. I don't think that because I watch History Channel and I've seen what they did to Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I watched the whole thing on it. And, and then the shit that they get to run off, and they, they, they Channel, were doing the same. They were even probably more corrupt things. But when you watch History Channel, you're watching a network with an agenda. It's not real. History um, Channel's not real. It's, it's a channel that's It's not guaranteed to 100% for sure, for sure well, not. Well, for entertainment. I mean, you, if you watch the end of their shows, a lot of times you'll see disclaimers at the very end of them written. It's entertainment. I'm not over here like uh, breathe, yeah. uh, like dying by that necessarily. I'm, I'm just saying, saying it's, it's, it, that we've always had an issue with information. You know, yellow journalism has always been a part of journalism, and we've always had that. I feel like now more people are soaking in the information because you know people are online all the time and reading shit. But I mean, we've constantly been playing when with when Donald Trump doesn't have social media, but the Taliban can or yeah. Putin can. When you're, I'm watching a live invasion on TV, and he's killing innocent people who obviously have don't deserve to be blown up yeah. at their home, and they're able to have a Twitter account. Yeah. That's where I have a problem when they, as the phrase says, "What's fair for the goose should be fair for the gander," and that's not what happens on on these platforms because if you have an if you have an opinion or what you believe is facts or truth yeah. or whatever. If the other side, whoever controls that, doesn't, I mean, look what happened when when they uh, tried to jump on that um, what, parlor app. Not only did they push to fucking uh, bring down the site, but they pulled their hosting yeah. immediately. So it was like, damn, they're so afraid. Look what happened with TikTok. I mean, our president was trying to get TikTok taken away. Yeah, well, he has he has, he has some fair <laughs> reasons for that. It's a it's a government uh, it's a Chinese government funded. And and data collecting a uh, company, and and we know like what they do here. Imagine what a communistic country is going to do with a platform that's overtaking the world because it is huge now. It's so huge that I had to fucking finally join the dark side and get on there. And and the last two or three things I have have millions of views, but now I can't even post anything on there because some fucking bullshit says that. I did post something wrong, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, I, I knew this was gonna be Candyland shit, and I came with the 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 olive branch of peace. Like, okay, I won't show no buttholes, and but no, it's still not good enough for them. But I don't know. That's that, these are whole conversations you can have a whole entire podcast about. But when you see the constant, uh, deliberate, they don't even try to be like shy about it anymore. The the censoring, the, that's. It's a weird gray area when you 
are supposed to protect freedom of speech, but then you have these companies that started off as private companies. Now they're publicly traded, and there's got to be some type of rule to when it gets to certain certain place because these 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 companies become their own government. Like Facebook is huge, and 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 Amazon and all these different uh, Google. They literally can dictate. They can. They can. They can. I mean, manipulate the the, end, the the reality of life for the next. The who knows. The saddest part about all of it is just we can get off them. We want the companies to work the way we want them to work, but we're not willing to say if you don't do that, we're not going to use you. Well, I think the the liberal companies. Most of these companies are owned by liberal. Uh, pol- pol- uh, political views and the conservative they fucked up by letting these media companies they, they didn't they didn't jump in at all they they were like playing monopoly when they could have they went around the board a couple times and didn't buy the fucking the good properties that they were the oil they bought they the, bought the oil and the gas companies yeah not the media companies yeah well, that's the the propaganda is is the most powerful weapon. It's, it's more powerful than a nuclear bomb or anything. If you can convince a, a mass group of people to believe in something, then you have the yep. power at the end of the day. And we've seen that recently a lot. Uh, I feel like these this whole COVID stuff and everything Beyond else. COVID, after man, you just dumb people. There are a lot of dumb people out there with all <laughs> types of beliefs. Uh, and the big problem is, uh, this is one of the biggest problems I have. When a political group, their party says something dumb, they excuse it. And when another party says something dumb, they come at them with it. And that's happening so much. There are so many friends of mine across. You know it. You know well, That's the problem. It's a group. So if there's four people in this room right now, we're all four never going to believe on the same exact things all the time. No matter, no matter, even if we met... At a fucking Stevens, like uh, I like gall bat, uh, yeah, gag ball and bitches dot fucking org fetish yeah. weekend rope convention. Someone's gonna be like, well, you know, I'm not a big fan of rope. I'm more about the the whips. And yeah, someone's gonna have their own uh, spin on things and 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 pride or tradition or whether religion. they're raised religion or their parents. Religion or their family gets or in hard because. The people don't even want to get new information because they feel it's blasphemous. Well, I think about these like whistleblowers. They're literally being like, "All right, I'm making good money at this company, and I'm about to fucking leak some shit that I don't feel is right. I'm about to be unemployed, and that's like they know they got a book tour. You know, that's not always." Pretty much most of them. They're on these panels. He has he has these whistleblowers on these panels. Yeah, but who, who knows what they're getting paid? If Good anything. money. Good money. You don't know that. That's, you, 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 you can't. Can you can't. You can't say Mike, that. Whistleblower, 100%. Whistleblowers from like things like corporate uh, no, Here's the, let me let me finish. Please let me finish. Please let me finish. You can't say that definitely. Yeah. Though. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. This is something I'll call you don't know. right now. This is something you don't know. Whistleblowers from who whistleblow against the FDA or for the FDA get paid by the FDA reward program. So if you whistleblow against a medicine or something like that, you get paid. Big time. Well, I mean, big time. That's funny you mentioned that because Pfizer is literally the, they're the they're the one company that's had given out. They have paid up in lawsuits more than any company on the planet, but yet we we let them force this this vaccination and these boosters. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. I'm just saying the whistleblowers for that get paid. 
That's a big thing. And I mean, that's a good thing, though. Because I don't think they know. every whistleblower gets paid. I think that's an Not every whistleblower. I didn't say every whistleblower. I said the whistleblowers on like these Pfizer ones get paid, and these people who go on book tours and stuff, they get paid. They, they may. Well. I'm not saying they don't. I know. I, I just quoted the, how they literally got a million dollar GoFundMe that wasn't sub, that was nothing to do with the government or yeah. the company. Well, I'm I not know. saying the government pays them all the time, but they get paid. Whistleblowing's a good business. That's one thing. It's a good business. It know? may it, it may pay definitely a lot. I've I've said yeah. I've, I'm the first one to bring up that they that they get paid in certain scenarios, but I'm disagreeing if you're saying they get paid in every scenario because I don't think that's the case. I'm saying most scenarios a good whistleblower uh, ends up getting paid. They find a way I don't, to get I don't have money. the I don't have the exact data. Yeah, you could look up you could look up and see. I mean, and it's not a I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a good thing because Neither am I. I'm not saying it's a bad thing no, either. I'm just saying it's a it's it's an important part for them to be able to make money afterwards. But lots of whistleblowers uh, find ways to make make good money on it. I, I feel that if there were a, a system to where there are major fallacies occurring and in, into major powerful businesses that if there was that some type of uh, system set up that I feel like maybe those major companies or governments would have more accountability because they know, well, Bob down in accounting knows that we've been fucking doing this and maybe they would get their shit together and not be so corrupt because then they would be in fear of someone saying enough's enough and then coming forward and then, Cool, Bob at accounting lives now in Mexico drinking margaritas every day. He's got millions of dollars for fucking telling everyone how fucked up these people are. And I also believe that, uh, you know, individuals don't necessarily represent what uh, the the CEO or the owner or the founder of a company. Like, you know, it's if I worked in a company and I had a bad day and I say, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't necessarily think that they should be held accountable for that because yeah. we live in an era now that every single person wants to sue. Oh, my fucking McDonald's coffee burned me. I'm suing. Or oh, I, I've I've heard of scenarios where people were you know making millions of dollars that I thought was like I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to be getting my dick sucked at night and some girl says yes yeah, so how'd you do it like oh yeah I fucking sued this one motherfucker. Well, what do you mean like oh yeah I sued the owner of fucking. SpaceX because a fucking uh, kept waking up my fucking baby. The rockets going off. Like I, I, like there's and that's a horrible example. But I think you catch my drift. That there are people that definitely came up on some shit and was like, like, am I mad at you? No. A- am I gonna fucking spend a lot of time and effort shitting on you? No. I'm just gonna be like, oh, that's that's kind of a shitty way to get it, you know. But uh, I, I don't think I don't think it's uh. No one's being like, oh, yeah, I need to whistleblow in this company real quick, uh, especially when you're talking about governments and stuff. Like, we know we know for a fact that there have been shit going on for generations within this country that if you were to fucking go tattletale on what's going on, you don't fucking exist. You die. You kill yourself. We, we've seen it go on forever. I mean, so I don't think that's something they necessarily want to do. But they just feel convicted, and maybe they did do it for money or fame or whatever be the case. I mean, some of these things are that the Project Veritas is doing. Some of these things are very extreme. Like, yo, this is a slam dunk, and you think, you know, this is it. Like, this is it. Now we can go back to regular life. And these motherfuckers just cracked the case of the century right here. They just found out that, you know, all this corruption is going on within this company. But no, it's it's like they get discredited a lot or it's like, Oh yeah, he's, he's editing and manipulating. He's doing like, it's, it's, it's ironic when you see other journalists 
talking shit about him, claiming that he's unethical because he's secretly recording them, you know? And he's very upfront. He's like, yeah, we, we, we do fucking undercover operations where we film hidden camera shit. He, like someone asked him, uh, Matt from Horn Blasters, he brought, o- he brought over a pretty lady that is a news anchor. I was like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't think we're planting someone over here. And he was like, yeah, I fucking run a, and he was just straight up with it. Yeah, I run a fucking hidden camera and a journal, investigative journalism company that exposes corruption. And you would think that, like, you would want that, you know, because, unless you're the guy that's getting brought down or something, obviously, which is obviously what's happening because you, you see journalism, <laughs> journalists attacking him, and then, then eventually they ask for a job, you know. So, yeah, would I, would I fucking say that he's – I mean, who, I don't know everything about him, but uh, when, when you bring in some guy from the opposite team – you got to swallow your pride and say what's what's best in the scenario. Like his, he had different staff, you know. He he had different people, different uh, beliefs and stuff, and they're not all like on the identical page, but they are wanting to protect uh, what's what's the truths of what things should be. And anyone who's doing that, like he's, I don't think he's ever going to become filthy rich off this. Like I I know a little bit about he come from very humble beginnings and stuff, and you know, and this isn't his first time being in hot water, you know, and. Uh, I think that's I can respect anyone who will dedicate their life to exposing these corrupted fucking companies and, and individuals that are manipulating our everyday life. You know, they're they're taking our freedoms away. They're they're trying to silence us and maybe if there was more people out there doing what he's doing, maybe we wouldn't have the problems we've had, especially recently. Because I, I feel like there's been a, a long leash of freedom with these major, especially these big tech corporations, they're basically doing whatever the fuck they wanted. And then eventually a, a programmer goes, well, uh, I developed the, the API to fucking detect if someone's fucking blah, blah, blah in this area and we don't let them see this or, you know, we, we're all being manipulated and it's all our own fault. Like you said, we can put it down, we can, we can turn it off. But uh, now that's like being a caveman like you gotta have a phone you gotta fucking have gps to know where you're going you can't go into 7-eleven no more and say hey how do you get to bob brown's house he lives around here somewhere. oh yeah bob brown yeah no we we relied on technology and who knows maybe we're all gonna get fucking brain cancer and shit i feel like we're right at the i feel like we're the first lab rats to get all that fucked up shit if it does happen they say, oh, yeah, 20 years of fucking holding the phone to your head. Yep, you're going to get a tumor and you're all going to die. Who knows? We'll find out. And, uh, you know, just, just a lot of – I know I definitely – I used to be more on your on your end of things. I used to be the pessimistic, like, oh, that's not true. That's it's not bullshit. pessimistic. Uh, that's what I hate you when you say – Oh, hey, use, well, don't, no, don't get offended. I'm just no, saying – No, 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 you, you'll say negative. Can I negative. finish my sentence? No, no, Tom, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you say negative when we disagree – you say pessimistic when we don't believe. I'm skeptical. Okay, whatever, whatever vocabulary word. word you want well, to Well, pessimistic means uh, negative and angry and not happy with something. Skeptical means not Well, convinced. I used to be pessimistic. Maybe not you. Yeah. I was. I'd be like, I don't know about all that bullshit. And then as I started to expand my consciousness and, and collecting data that's obviously been manipulated by other things, I started taking it all in and I said, hmm. It doesn't seem too unlogical to think that maybe someone would be puppeteering a, a master plan of agenda 
globally or within this company? And, and is it too crazy to think that uh, rich and powerful people would maybe unite and, and push their agenda? You know, when it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slippery slope because you got to, no one wants to be naive and walk the earth and think duh, 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 everything's perfect. We know that's not the case. But it's also like it's it sucks when you start to realize like man, like we're not exactly free as we wish we were and we think we are, you know. And we are definitely under an illusion of freedom at times. Not on everything, but a lot of things. And I can't compare humans to other than some other fucking animal or creature that gets. Hey, over here, this is where you get your food. Come on over here. No, nothing. To, don't look at what's in the food. Just eat it and go make me more money and pay taxes and keep doing this thing. And and and, and it sucks because I I used to be that dude Rhino from Africa that used to suck his own dick. He used to live on my tour bus. He was heavy into this shit, but he would he would jump over the cliff on everything. When I'm talking to y'all on a day to day basis, I like to just show y'all like, what do you think? What do you think? And and here's the thing though that you might not know. I do respect. Um, another angle of it because there are times that I'll be like fuck man I can't take no more of this goddamn Oak Island shit and then I want to hear someone's like well I think it's all bullshit I, it's healthy to hear that because what if I lived in fucking uh, fairy world and believed that I was hanging out with these fucking EDM raver kids and they all told me yeah man fuck the system bro we're all slaves man no you gotta be somewhere like in the middle but you gotta be open to anything and but the same, I think you with all data, you should take all data in, read everything, watch everything, see it, and then not to be not not allow your brain, aka your hard drive, to be uh, programmed because we know that if if little Chris was to run off to to fucking Cambodia and he fell in love with some Cambodia girl and eventually they could they could literally be like yeah fuck Whitey and fuck America and next thing you know he's like fucking carving off his fucking tattoos and he's changed his ways and i feel like the brain can be easily manipulated and 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 to like i mean we've all met someone that we knew for a while even family and we see him 10 20 years later they're like what the fuck this guy is vegan now or he 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 believes this or now he's on some yoga shit or he's just super angry and pissed off now and we thought he was this nice good christian guy now we here he's like this fucking angry fucking alcoholic drug addict or something people change and and their surroundings and what they take in and it sucks because we're all fucking attached like an umbilical cord to this phone and internet shit and and it's brought the world together for sure (laughs) nothing's nothing's cooler than getting a a fucking a nude from a chick in fucking Australia at four in the morning, and you're talking to her live time. That's fucking awesome. What's not awesome is us all being conditioned and, and manipulated, and and into doing something or someone's agenda that doesn't benefit us at all, and having our civil liberties taken away from us. Because I think we all can agree. I think we all can agree that we should have government to an extent things should be governed but we shouldn't be ruled and dictated and that's what we have now where you have you know like putin all of a sudden he's like you know what fuck this i'm gonna go fucking invade this country and for him in his mind and and whoever's fighting for him they honestly probably believe exactly what he's pushing just like these other people don't and and it's there's 
there's no podcast. There's no amount of hours that could sum up because it all ties in together. You, you can say, I remember the first time I was in high school, the, the driver's ed teacher said, you know, driving's not a right, it's a privilege. And I was like, what, motherfucker? I'm, I'm a fucking, I'm free, bro. I'm driving. And then you like think, and you're like, okay, I can kind of understand what they're saying as you get older. But then you're like, no, fuck that. No, then you're like, no, they're, they're right. No, they're wrong. No, they're right. Kind of battle with things in your mind. At least I do. I, I'm not the same, same exact person on my beliefs that I was 20 years ago. I've definitely have changed. And I, I like to think that I've uh, evolved into a more intellectual fucking human with the comp- having compassion, but yet still having that, like, fuck you, don't be a lazy piece of shit, go, go get a job and work. Okay, you're dying of cancer, kid? All right, cool, we're not going to charge you a million dollars. Let's just run them through the fucking machine real quick. Here, take these pills, and you see what's going on with these pharmaceutical companies and charging crazy money and stuff. And it's like, goddamn, how much money can y'all possibly need? It's not. It's no longer now, like, they, it's not like they're, Oh, we can't afford to make the quotum this year. We're gonna sell some fucking cancer pills, and and make it crazy. Like, and plus, I don't believe that you should just be a, a lazy piece of shit and expect the government to just to handle everything. Because then you kind of come into, do you deserve to be alive? Or who says that and why? And it's like religion and 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 fucking beliefs and politics and government all comes into play, which is the one thing you're not supposed to talk about. And. Those are the. <laughs> I, I, you're like you're hitting a filibuster right now. You're running out of fucking saliva. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking getting dry mouth over here. But it's. Uh, well, I tell you what, we I can- think it's unhealthy not to think about the things. But I also think, which we know some people personally, yeah. that they spend night and day thinking about this and arguing yeah. to the grave with some random person on Facebook all day. And that'll never be me. I don't want to argue all day. Maybe I'll, maybe I got the little claws. I got time for it. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, motherfucker, do do do. Throw some emojis in there and send it. But it's it's healthy to know what you believe in and why. But it's unhealthy to get so caught up into it to where it consumes you. Because James O'Keefe is one bad situation being killed. This person, you look at people that spend their entire life on this planet trying to make it better and never works out for them. Martha the King, JFK, Jesus Christ, whoever, it don't matter who the fuck it is. Like it never quite works out for them. You know, you could you never get the you never get your roses as they say when you're alive. Maybe they'll make a statue of you and then they'll be like, oh yeah, he was a hero. Yeah. And then hundred years from here they'll tear it down and and bat it away with a shoe and drag yeah. it off with a tractor. Everyone will urinate and shit on it, and and who knows, man? It, it's a we only got one life. That's the only thing I think we can feel like we we can't even agree with that because everyone, some people think we can fucking come back as a frog or some shit. So no matter how you talk and how you toss it or turn it, there is no right or wrong at the end of the day. You can't convince someone to fucking think that you know. I'd like to think the morality of a human, they, they're birthed into the world that they know that it's wrong to lie, cheat, steal, kill. You know, you'd like to think that those basic, whatever you want to call, golden rules, Ten Commandments, whatever. Like, I, I like those. I, I feel that to an extent, those do pretty well. There's some of them I'm a little like, eh. Some of the morality stuff, like, oh, well, you can't fuck bitches till you get married. Oh, shit, I don't know about that one. All the rest of them, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty cool with. You know, there's some other weird shit in there, but who, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Miguel? I think we had family day. 
on Saturday. <laughs> oh, is that where we're seg- segmenting? Oh, to? yeah. We spent about 40 minutes on, like, cosmically diving through the universe. And I was like, when's he going to bring up Family Day and I can read the names of these people who paid to be members? <laughs> Do you think anyone ever listens to the podcast and then they go, Oh shit! This one's three hours long. Holy fuck! I get I get snaps every now and then uh, from people like I'm listening to the podcast. Somehow he's on aliens, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. This is my brain, and and this is my hard drive has been programmed the last 41 years, and it's collected some data, and it definitely has a fucked up motherboard because the way I. Uh, translate and communicate the thoughts are definitely sporadic and they're definitely uh what's that word dyslexic dyslexic where it's like uh backwards i was was hearing i was hearing a little bit of that i'm like damn i think that might be me like yeah sometimes like some of the dumbest little shit i'm like oh fuck maybe i am dyslexic dyslexic yeah yeah whatever Well, we have family day on Saturday. Let's get out of this one. What's family, at- what's family day, Miguel? All right, so we've traveled through the galaxy, space, and time. Somehow we we were able to dance away from aliens on this one. We, didn't even, we didn't even talk about exactly what happened Mm-mm. when James O'Keefe and Mm-mm. Patrick Davis came. So, so we'll do a save whole, that for another yeah. episode. But we did Which have is, family day. It's awesome, day. And, and they will be back. Yeah, they'll be here again. Great, a, great, a great overall visit. Uh, and everyone was chilling and mingling, and and they definitely they 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 told me several times that they were hoping to see some wild crazy shit, which I thought I was like, oh shit, okay. But then I was like, oh no, we purposely hid the strippers and midgets from you because we were afraid. The best they would was show when up. you asked Courtney. You're like, Courtney, call the sexiest, smartest scallies we know, and then we were all like, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like. Oh shit! Oh, yep. We can't invite any normal girls that we know that can come. Which this is the funniest thing. I want to bring it up. This is the first time we did a family day where we didn't have a wild ass party the night before. And and because over years, and we don't do it on purpose, mm-hmm. but traditionally, some epic crazy shit happens every night before family. We day. had the high rollers party, and then an event one time right before. And we're literally like. Kicking fucking motherfuckers put, putting, out the back door. Putting strippers in Disney princess outfits. Like, put this on now. Yeah. Put this on now. I remember there was an argument with one of the girls here because a girl was naked like two hours before our guests were supposed to be arriving. Yeah. And then they were just like, oh, they're like still drunk from the night before. And I'm like, we didn't plan this on purpose. It yeah. just happened to happen. And we're like, all right, we have to do this because this is the night they can only do it. And yeah. we already had this plan. So we two birds, one stone, and definitely knocked it out. Yeah, and, well, and this I felt, year, this good. year, yeah, this year, pretty successful family day. Really good vibe. We, we knocked it off. We had a lot of fun. But of course, man. So family day. Explain what family, family day, day is. Family day is a day when we allow people to come from the neighborhood and and members to bring their children over here and uh, come hang out, and we make everything kind of kid friendly. But it's got like an '80s kid friendly vibe. Like there's fucking Roman candles, pizza eating contests, and stuff. It's I feel like wild. I feel like sometimes some of these parents, this is like their only chance they can come over here. Yeah. Like oh, I'm gonna take Bobby and Tammy to the park. Yeah. We- Next thing you know, like they're coming back fucking with clown paint and pirate face paint. The problem is some of these parents come to wild out like it's a oh, party. Yes. And we had several we don't, we don't want to throw too much shade. No, we, we won't we, say names. But we had I probably because I don't know their names either. Yeah. Uh, but we had several moms who were like, 
Because what it was is they were here with like the dad. We know they didn't the, make it two and a half hours uh, into a uh, podcast, so we're good. We could talk mad shit. We could show photos and stuff we want to do. They were wasted drunk. We don't serve alcohol on family day. No. We don't serve alcohol. And some of these moms came here wasted drunk. Some of these moms got drunk here, and then they're like abandoning their kids almost. Like, And it wasn't, just for the record, uh, legal disclaimer here. There wasn't any like longtime member parents that we no. were disgusted in. There was some random scallywags that either come here or first time coming that I'm just like, oh God, wow, you're a really shitty person. Yeah, there was a scallywag who I'm not gonna lie, I was trying to get to like stay, uh, and she literally <laughs> I goes, know exactly what you're talking about. She goes, she had like a couple kids with her, and she's like, Hi. Yeah, she's like, I'll stay, but I gotta get somebody to watch my kids. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, "Well, I, you know, I, I can't, I can't keep him here." And I was like, "No, of course you can't." She's like asking a girl that she kind of knows. Yes. Will you take my kids with you? And I'll this pick isn't... them up tomorrow. And I'm disgusted because I've said this before. I've said this before. Bad parents disgust the fucking shit out of me to the point where I was like, "No, I don't want you to stay. If you're gonna leave, like I was thinking, maybe you have like your sister come pick up your kids. At least that's a little reason." She's asking a mom she met there. So we overall great fucking day. great time, great time. But me and Miguel were once again put back, and like I said, not from any members. Not from any members. It members was actually are it good. was no members. Actually, it was it was the the. Couple fallacies that we, yeah. we we experienced were from, from some, some scallies. Scallywags, man. Couple of them don't even never even been here. Don't know who we are. Never like, been here. They just picked up some kids on the side of the street and just showed up a drunk as fuck. I'm lost, like, what the fuck? A scally lost her kids. Who drove the car? These kids? Yeah, and then another scally told her, "Don't worry, they'll turn up." Yeah. No. Yeah, there was one particular girl that came up to me. Hey, Mister. Where's my mommy? <laughs> Ten times. I was like, oh, my God. I think some of them get so excited that they're yeah. like, free babysitters. Yeah. And I'm like having to play lifeguard over here, like making sure none of these kids drown in the pool. And then we, we got a couple of kids that were beating the shit of each other. Yeah, because we had, we had like the jousting set up. Yeah, a couple of them the were getting up. a little too jousting yeah. with their fists. There was yeah. no pendulum sticks involved. Yeah, they were getting on it. And then, too, you know. We're, they're having candy and and, and 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 they're having Capri Suns and and fucking sprinkle cookies. definitely with some uh, irresponsible uh, yeah. fucking poor dietary decisions. We're like fuck it, whatever yeah, you know, YOLO. You know what I'm saying? My question that I always want to know is though, and I talked to you guys about this already, but I always wonder what it's like on Monday when they go to school and they're trying to explain oh this my place God. to somebody. They're I like, just I wonder how many government employees just googled us. They're yeah. like, you went to what? Yeah. Yeah, there's like, going to be a lot of kids that on their father's like uh, scheduled visit. He's like, "Where did they take you?" I've been trying to go there for years. Yeah, I could have taken you. God damn, I could have taken you. Fuck. We had one that bitch gave me the wrong weekend. We had one scally who was a mom here with her kid got so drunk she was jumping in the water swimming as we were trying to dock the pirate twerking. ship. Yeah, and we were like, we we're like, get the fuck out of the Yelling, way. Hey, I know you and Courtney get down. Eat your, I'll eat, girl, I'll eat Courtney's pussy right now. Yeah. I'm like, yo, chill out. It's two thirty in the afternoon. Remember the one girl with the cigarette out of a dodgeball? Oh, she was yeah. like, which one of you fucking kids? I'm like, yo, yo, language, she, yeah, language. We're playing dodgeball, and she's like, I'll round these kids up, and I was like, do it. She's like, all right, you little motherfuckers, come on. And I'm like, oh I'm my like, god. I'm like, oh god, this is, and, and this is me and Miguel. 
tell. We're, yeah. we're degenerates at heart. Yeah. We're like, yo, you know, be you know, be loose with it, whatever. But what the fuck? We started feeling bad for the kids. At one point, though, I'm not going to lie. All the kids loaded up on the pirate ship, and they were all excited. And I was like, our Avast G-Mateys. I was like, to Epstein's Island we go. Oh, you definitely <laughs> had me going when you said to Epstein Island we go. I was dying laughing. And the kids were all like, yeah, because I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I called the boat the SS Wayfair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely my one of my favorite parts of the night because I brought the fireworks out there. Yeah, that was good. The boat cruise is always good. And I was like, Rob, you run them through the waterfall. We got we got chased by little kids when we were on the golf cart. Do you remember that? Yeah. And they would not. It was almost scary at a moment because like they were gaining on us. These little athletic little shits. Yeah, they're just pumping arms. I was like worried what the fuck they were gonna do. And what's crazy is because here's the deal. Um, we get most good feedback, but there's always that one motherfucker like, oh my god, I would never bring my kids yeah. there. It's like. How do you think they? How do you think they were uh, conceived? They, yeah. Someone fucks somebody somewhere, and then boom! Now you have a kid. Okay, guy. It's just like a bar. Imagine if a bar had a family day. They used to have them yeah. where they'd be like, "Hey, we got some bounce houses." That's all it was. So if you've been following me for a while, you know I'm a big kid. Miguel's a big kid. Love it. We love sharing the home that the members built, and we love seeing people enjoy the crazy, wild shit that we have here. I mean, you got to be a real asshole if you buy a scrambler and you put it in your in your fucking your driveway and you don't fucking let people ride it. Right. And sometimes the innocent minds of children appreciate a place like this even more than anyone else could. Dude, they would go nuts when they just saw Piper. They're yeah. just like, look at the dog. But it was funny because they kept coming up to Courtney and they're like, how did the dog lose its eye? And Courtney's like lowering her head like... It's a long story about negligence, you know. <laughs> Courtney dressed up like the the Disney princess Elsa. Elsa, Elsa. I can never say that. Elsa, yeah. I can never say that name. Yeah, El- Courtney loves Family Day. She loves kids. She man. was so good with them, picking them up, running around. Sometimes I was like, "Yo, Courtney, hey, I don't know this kid. You don't have to like give this one so much one on one attention." Yeah. I was like, "This kid's parents like wasted over here somewhere. Like, let's just keep them all together." She was just very nurturing and yeah. very uh, very good with the kids. So oh, that was and, a good sign. Mars was doing face painting, and yep. the kids were loving it, man. That I wish you would have all made them just ICP fucking insane <laughs> posse clowns. Everybody gets Maybe John Wayne. Whoop, whoop. They all get John Wayne Gacy's clown paint oh, on them. I, I tried to tell uh, fucking Jeff. Remember Jeff? He yeah. wanted to be John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, someone's going to get fucking butt hurt on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, literally. You know, uh, we 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 <laughs> it, overall it was fucking it was great. We had like we had all kinds of fucking fun games, dodgeball. We had them fucking run around, had doing races. We gave away some prizes, yeah, and had a big pizza party on the pirate cruise ship. They play putt putt. That we've made these motherfuckers sweat and be in the sun all day. And you know they slept like babies too. Oh, they had to have, unless they got hopped up on that candy <laughs> we were passing out. Ooh, those little, those little fucking Capri Suns. That's man. the that's the one thing I was getting kind of insulted by. I was out. But that was another thing that was kind of kind of weird for me to see. As I walked out by the pool and I look over to the right and there's a hot tub. And there's like eight kids in it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, relax, Mike. This is yeah. This is, yeah, just, they're just enjoying the hot tub. And I'm just having flashbacks of all the sh- half those kids are probably conceived in that hot tub. I saw one of the kids walked into your bedroom. He goes, "Oh shoot, guns!" And I was like, "Oh!" I was like, "Yep." <laughs> there was uh, there was definitely some things we had to cover up and hide and throw some sheets over. Yeah. There's still a, a, a big uh, throne chair up against a stripper pole. And uh, some of them probably think it's like Dark Vader's fucking uh, headquarters or I some shit. I walked in and two moms were on the pole. 
Yeah. And yep. I was like, what the fuck? Their kids running around the house. And the two moms are on the pole getting with it. Because I feel like this is their only chance. Yeah. You know that there's probably been more lies done to their partners on that day than ever. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, uh. Hey, um, hey, hey, baby! I'm gonna take the kids to the park. That one, that one super drunk Scally. When they were leaving, I was like, "All right, you guys have a good night." She's like, "Hold on, real quick." She's like, "I left my, I left my phone in the house," and I was like, "All right." So she goes in the house. She comes in and she's like, she's got her phone in her hand. She's like, she's like, I'm gonna come back in 45 minutes. I'm gonna have him drop me off. And I was like, No, we're closed. We're closed. Oh my god! And the thing is, too, me and Miguel don't have kids. Yeah, but. We just realize and appreciate, like, wow, being a parent is not fucking easy. It's, it's work, man. That's why good parents and parents who are trying to be good parents, they matter. And, you know, p- parents can make mistakes all the time. It's hard work. Sure, you, being, you let that kid run the bath a little too long, and you left her, and now she's dead and drowned. It happens, but she was clean. Yeah. You know? You got to pick what the battle is here. Yeah. Pick your pick your poison. Which one you want? You well, want fucking clean baby that's dead or a dead yeah, baby I mean, or a live baby that's dirty. dirty? Which one you, you want? You, both ways, the state's going to be coming down on you. Yeah, either way. But one fine. way, people feel bad, you yeah. know? But you don't so, have to. Cho- you also don't have to choose when you see us now because you have multiple opportunities. You can see us Friday, March fourth, at Oasis on the River for the pool party at eight p.m. You can see us March seventeenth at the Red Room, formerly Desire in Newport Ritchie. Yep. Uh, or you can come the eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth and come check us out at our Members Weekend, which is the first Members Weekend of the year. It's kind of a big deal, guys. It's kind it's, of a big deal. It sets the tone for the rest of the year. And uh, a lot of you, you know, you live in godforsaken, cold-ass towns yeah. like from up north. This is your pilgrimage to Florida, like spring break. Yeah, come out, wild out, have a good time. Just remember this. You don't have to choose if you remember. Just come to all the events, yeah. every one of them. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean? So for $33 a month, I can listen to bonus, bonus episodes. I can fucking show up to some. Every month we're going to be doing a live taping. We do want to. I, I apologize because I got sick. And I was um, sick, and I was sick uh, uh, a couple days ago. We've we just been sick, so I apologize. So that's why not only we didn't have a live audience, but we didn't even have a podcast. So this is uh, our second podcast since I got back from Mexico. This last one, this last week, we were actually supposed to have a live audience. So we're going to try to figure that out. We're going to make it up to you. And uh, if you enjoy the show, um, we want to have you here. Yeah. Whether you live locally or not, you want to come in flying for the night and fucking come be part of the audience. Great, we'd love to have you here. That's something we want to do just for the members, something yeah. cool. So if you are a member, you'll be able to enjoy that perk. And every month we have events. Not only do we have events every month, but we have uh, meetups in different locations. We're going to be coming to town near you. we got all kinds of stuff. And if you go on the website, you can see all the, the years of itinerary of things going on. So start planning to be here. Make sure you RSVP. And uh, what else we got, Miguel? We've got a list of people who just became members. We got Jeff Duncan from Chestertown, Maryland, Robert Anderson from Newmarket, Virginia, James Blackman from Quincy, Massachusetts, Asa Kidd from Madisonville, Tennessee, Travis Long from Louisiana, Dalton Hansen from Wyndham, Minnesota, Kevin Andreg from Cordialin, what is it? Cordialin. Hey, don't ask in, me. Indiana. Don't ask me to read that shit. Stephen Livingston from Harker Heights, Texas. Uh, Kevin Schneck from Cumming, Georgia. Uh, Zaza Carlos Robledo from Orlando, oh, Florida. That's a Harrison hard one. Williams from Charlotte, North Carolina. Derek Biroch from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. TH from Estill Springs, Tennessee. Jeremiah Alonzo from Del Rio, Texas. Kevin Ballantine from Dundon, Florida. Adam 
Renteria from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Tommy Arflack from Winter Haven, Florida, Noel Croft from Phillipsburg, Montana, Eddie Duvall from Brandon, Florida, Chris J. from Cincinnati, Ohio, Brett Carl from Baymanette, Alabama, Edward Melo from Toms River, New Jersey, Jason Oseland from North Plains, Oregon, Josh Garza from Greeley, Colorado, Freddie Reed from Tucson, Arizona, Brandon Provenasil from Lima, Ohio, Dane Maduro from Wahiwa, Hawaii. India Abdul Salam from East Point, George East Point in the house. Uh, Jason Marin from Orem, Utah. Alex Pratt from Phoenix, Arizona. Hunter Earhart from Bridgeton, New Jersey. Matt Overton from Arbondale, Florida. Ed Murdoch from, was this, Sager, mm, Sagertees, New York? I don't know about that one. Uh, Lionel Mongual from Fallbrook, California. Patrick Fowler from Loris, South Carolina. Skylar Clark from Marysville, Ohio. Xavier Beacon from or Beckon from Miami, Florida. Chase Boyd from Arlington, Florida. Orlando Sanchez from Benavides, Texas. Melinda Harbor or Huber from New Richmond, Wisconsin. Rob Bowler from Highland Island. Nathaniel Goodwin from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Austin Harrison from Clarktown, uh, Missouri. Madonna Marini from Ashtablu, Ohio. Francisco Aviles from Woodbridge, Illinois. Michael Childs from Wasilla, uh, Alaska. Woody Jeffs from Thornton, Colorado. Calvin Morgan from Perry, Florida. And Julian Rivera from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you so much for becoming members. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. And uh, tell a friend. Uh, this year is going to be jam-packed full of awesome stuff. We want to uh, meet you. We want to hang out with you. We want to party with you. And uh, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. We love you guys. And uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.